going on? Waiting for the YouTube here. All Make right. sure to turn your desktop yeah. audio down just yeah. a little bit. It's good. All right. I think we're good. <laughs> and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast and the Lords of Gaming.net, episode number 121. It's another glorious Sunday. We're back at the round table on the Lord's Day. And we've got Gamescom predictions, Halo Infinite departure, multiple Bioware departures, Xbox Game Studios multiplat, and Play NYC recap to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. So let's introduce the. Well, we ain't got four. <laughs> the king is down, man. Please, man, reach out to the king, man. He is not doing well. He has been falling. He's got. He's a little sick right now. So please reach out to him. Wishes to our brother, the premium experience. He shall be back in the realm shortly. But we're gonna try to hold it down in his absence. But we still have the co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, Lord of Reviews, and the How. Of the young wolf, my man, Lord Addict. How you doing, sir? Oh, so I finally got an extension on my name. That's been a minute. You blowing up right now, sir? You hot? Yeah, I swear that, that mic, man. That mic came on like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you hot right now, man? I saw that ancestor's legacy. I was like, ooh, my boy out here reviewing. What's going yeah. on, man? Pretty good. Uh, still a little tired. I don't know how I'm going to handle this 11 a.m. stuff we about to do here soon. <laughs> I really don't. Football season coming. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might have to be sick for like two months and straight. Oh, my God. September 8th, brother. What you been playing, man? What? Sorry. I said September 8th. What you been playing, man? Uh, I've been playing... Man, to be honest with you, I've been playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. And like Mario Odyssey, and then I dropped Mario Odyssey like the same day I started playing it. Mm-hmm. I just can't get into that game. I really don't feel Mario Odyssey. Like mm-hmm. I find it boring. Uh, every time I start to play, like I don't know why. I just, I just you can't. can't. Get into were, were you not a fan? Were you not a fan of sixty four and like Sunshine? Mm-hmm. I like those games, but there's just something wrong about this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, it's just not grabbing you, man. Oh, my gosh. Shut <laughs> uh, Attic, you want to handle that? Uh, Shout out to, to the $5 Super Chats. I'm going to start saying it like Super Chats. Uh, let's take this opportunity to recognize that King is still trying to avoid giving the needs to solve Are you saying that, like, this is the day he had to give the knees up, and since he didn't want to, he called in sick. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Dizzy, I have to say, I think you're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. He is on to something. And of Who you got to thank for that? <laughs> Who did that for you? Oh, my God. You're terrible. And, of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single-player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus. Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank, my man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm chilling, man. Totally good. Yeah, yes, yeah. Finally, get some rest, man. You know me. I never get any rest. So yesterday, I was out all day, but I felt rested. I came back home, was chilling with wifey. You know, Saturday's date day, so you know. No doubt, no doubt. (laughs) <laughs> little date day little chest so any any gaming this week sir any actually games? yo this is a sad thing i haven't finished the game and i don't know how damn wow. long like so i finally finished uh bloodstained uh oh, whatever it's called. ritual of the night how was how was it 
Great game, man. Great game. I, to me, still, I mean, I still think Symphony of the Night is the GOAT. Like, there's nothing really touching that. But that, the Bloodstained is good. It's very good. Uh, the story is very cool. It has a lot of the same, you know, obviously the same tropes as Symphony of the Night, you know, the... Uh, but we, we, we we do got to point out that she couldn't play it on the Switch. We got to say <laughs> yes, I could not Fetty. do that. <laughs> Fetty, this is happening right now. But I, I agree with that. I have to give it that one because it was yeah, folded on yeah, the Switch. Yeah, I heard that Switch port is sus. Yeah. Yeah, and it's had like maybe I think it's had one patch, but that hasn't done much of anything. So. Shout out to Stitch. He said, "Keep the switch talk to a minimum today." <laughs> <laughs> I Stitch, I don't see that. I don't see in color either. He said, don't see, we, don't, <laughs> "We don't see it. We don't see it. We don't know what he's talking about. We don't know what he's talking about." <laughs> so, so, yeah, no, nah, that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, apologies to Attic because I saw that he messaged me while I was passed out in front of the TV. I happened to be on Xbox. And I, I saw it later. I was like, "Oh damn!" Attic was trying to talk to me. Oh, I was man. passed out in front of Bloodstain. So. Passed out in front of Bloodstain. <laughs> so you already know our, our premium king of statues. He is out of commission right now. You see the cops going crazy right now. They all sad because King's not here. But of course we have the Lord of the Cooperative Experience and Gaming Ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito. Spreading that realness in the realm of the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So um, for me, man, it's just been a... Uh, Got that new uh, big battery switch, man. Oh, you did it. You did the <laughs> switch got a big old battery. No, I told you it'd be true. <laughs> so I looked at my old joint. It was like, I'm leaving you. <laughs> now, nah, GameStop got the good deal, y'all. Y'all got to check it out. GameStop's really out here. I think for your old Switch, about 70 bucks, you can be in the realm doing it up. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely picked that up. And um, great. They act like extra crate in or whatever. So it's been going probably up to about um, September's when they're doing this deal. So, so you got a little time. But you could tell, like, the new one coming, a red box. And, mm -hmm. um... It has a different um, cereal on it. So I've been doing that. And then um, what else have I been doing? I picked up, oh, what was it? Mark of the Ninja Remastered. You ever Let's played go. That? Yes, that Bro. is one of the greatest uh, stealth games ever made, sir. I so, never yeah. knew about this game. Like, I, I never knew. Like, it's pure stealth with the yep. action. But it, and the animation is lit. Yo, it's crazy, man. Salute. All right, what's up, Christopher Arcadis Polio? That's what's up. But, um, yeah, man, that's been that for me. And I'm um, trying to think what else. Um, a little fell seal. And, of course, some Destiny 2 prep going on. You know what I'm saying? Because Cross Save drops this week. So that's been what's been going on for me. You know what I'm saying? But um, we got a two, a two week ago poll we got to get. Oh, into. that does drop it on Tuesday, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, man, I had a date Tuesday. I think I might have to cancel that. <laughs> What's going on? You got to put your priorities. We clearly <laughs> ain't going to say why, but you know, I think I might get sick. I, think, I, feel, I feel a temperature coming on. Oh, man, it's all good. So uh, we got a two week ago poll that we got to get into. The people have spoken to the question with the recent signing of Ninja away from Twitch. To the mixer platform what do you think about the impact of this move for microsoft the winner of the three-way ilp poll with a commanding 77 percent of the vote was yes ninja was a huge signing for the future of microsoft services and engagement group coming in at second place and only 13 percent of the vote was the no mixer stays third place behind youtube and twitch and where the game's at. <laughs> and in last place, at a close 10%, was the I don't care until Ninja drops off the bag on my Mexico stream. So what do the Lords think of this? 
addict, I'll let you go first. It's not of my generation. Did <laughs> <laughs> you mean Streamy's not of your generation? Oh, hell no. You know, you know, Streamy's not really my generation either, right? Like, you you can you're, adapt. Like, is the internet your generation? Are you still barely, on the internet? Barely. You know me, barely. <laughs> Look at you in text saying it's not your generation. Get out of here. Attic, I don't do understand this. Yourself? I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, it, it's Ninja. They had every reason to get that dude and no reason not to get that dude. Mm-hmm. Like, people are like, oh, he was dethroned. Like, do you see it? Re- realize how dumb that sounds when people say that? Oh, he he's not as big as he used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not the biggest, like, in basketball or anything, but if, mm-hmm. if what's, who's the best player right now in basketball? Uh, arguably would say LeBron. Would say okay, LeBron. who's the second best player? Arguably would say Kevin Durant. Yeah, would you get just because LeBron got dethroned by Kevin Durant? Would you not get LeBron? Of like, of course. Of like, course it, it, I, I just didn't understand that. Like, so, so, yeah, when King was saying that, did this dude like? Does he regularly beat him in views? Whoever this other dude, I forget his name was. Does he regularly beat him, or did he beat him once? I don't know. This I think he's questions. consistently beating him now, but okay. like. I mean, obviously, everyone on Twitch is beating him now. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yo, real quick, um, Saw, we got a touch. Uh, there was a little UFC last night. Yeah, and UFC. um, I kind of glossed over. I'm gonna beat that. my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't beat your mic. We kind of glossed over it real quick. But uh, did you get a chance to check uh, anything? Yes, yes sir. sir, man. It really it lived up to. I I thought it was. I knew it was gonna be. There were going to be some hotly contested fights. Mm. I knew people were coming there to fight. So I'm like, you know what? This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Because, you know, sometimes you get hit or miss with some of these, 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 you know, co-main events and things mm. of that nature. But I have to say, man, the top three fights, they brought it. They really, yeah. really brought it. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, for me, you know, obviously the standouts was the, the you know, the, the, the main event, the co-main event. Right. And, um, you know, the Diaz and Pettis joint, man. That was that was a bomb burner. I mean, tremendous jujitsu scrambles on the ground. Oh, that was that I was. Mean, see, if you love if you love jujitsu, that my boy Meds in the chat, see Fonz in there. But it's like if you love the talent, you gotta understand the talent, the level of, of jujitsu that was being displayed. Because exactly, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, Diaz, Gracie Jujitsu, he's he's this level. He showed yeah. how much better he was. But yeah. I have to give. Pettis credit for not quitting, still scrambling, reversing a couple of situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Diaz just a little too big. The pressure was too much. You know what I'm saying? But what, what did you think? What did you think, Saul? No, I, I agree completely. I think, mm-hmm. like, when you talk about oh, Diaz is that dude was weighed three years. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. years. He's just that good. This is old hat for him. Like, it, it, if there's ever an argument for the lack of, of somebody having, like, ring rust, yeah. It's 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 the yeah. He doesn't like he's not phased by this mm-hmm. at all. He can be away for as long and he came back and he looked good. You you could tell mm-hmm. his cardio wasn't quite where it normally well, he is. is. Right, right. He was getting a little tired, which was mm-hmm. surprising to me, mm-hmm. which I thought that's that's where Pettis could had that opening. Mm-hmm. Um but I just think I did Diaz again. Yeah, he is kind of physically was a little big for Pettis in terms of being able to sort of throw him around and whatnot. Yeah. And ultimately, he was able just to sort of match him move for move on the ground. Yeah. And, and that's what put him over the top. But I thought it was a great fight. High, well contested fight. Yeah. Um, 
I, Pettis, sometimes, I don't know. I think sometimes Pettis is his own worst enemy. Because mm. I, I just feel like he still wants to do flashy things. Flashy fly, and, yeah. And he's not really there anymore. Like, the mm. speed isn't quite there anymore. It's like, I, I would rather him be more boring and win. <laughs> no, I was nervous. I feel you. I feel you. I think for me with him is, that's my man. So, you know, I'm a little biased. Yeah. But I think with him, I don't necessarily think the move up was a great move. Because... Them dudes are just bigger than him. Like, even when he beat Wonderboy, I was like, yeah, kind of got lucky. It was, you know what I'm saying? Not that you're lucky. He's skilled enough to do craziness that he could beat anybody, right? Right. But at the end of the day, if you stick to the game plan and you press him and you take the kicks yeah. away, he's going to slow down. Like, Dos Anjos set the blueprint to beat him. And exactly. I felt he never really recovered. And then the other thing is just like... I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he, I think he need to go down to be. I, I don't think this but way I, is for him. Them boys are too they killers up there, man. But what you but think? This, this goes back to where, like, he's older. It may yeah. be more difficult for him to be at that weight class. So it's yeah. easier for him to not kill himself in yeah. training camp and be at this weight class yeah. and hope that his power translates. And yeah. it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't. So at this point, like I said. He, you can't get away with Trump with the flash now because mm-hmm. you don't have the strength. You don't right. have the speed. Right. You have to be boring if you want to win or yeah. else yeah. they're going to cut you. They're going to yeah. cut you. I mean, again, he, he can still he obviously could put on an exciting fight. Mm-hmm. But I just think he does. He doesn't have that little extra you need to get him over the top, yeah. if, especially if he continues to fight the way he's always fought. Yeah, no, I, I think you nailed this off. And then. um. You know, we'll see what happens, what goes on with Nick moving forward. They're talking about a Miles Vidal jump. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would, that would be that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I need that to would be that. sick. You know what I'm saying? So we'll Miles Vidal feeling himself right now. Yeah, so yeah. you know what I'm saying? Shout out, to Cuban, shout out to Cuban Jesus out here. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Yo, real quick. Did you see the drama between Pettis and Brent Askren? No. All right. No. So quick, real quick. I know this is going to be going low. But yo, Pettis. So I think you all Romero showed Pettis the mm. knockout. Of Askren, it was like, yeah, he got what he deserved. Wow. And then <laughs> apparently Pettis and Askren are teammates. It's supposed to be cool. Oh. So they, they, they somebody recorded it and sent it back to Askren, like, yo, you need new friends. Pettis out here laughing at you getting stretched. And so yeah, it was it was spooky. Oh. It was spooky. Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen in the gym yeah, tomorrow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean the funny thing, I think I, more and more UFC's gotten very WWE. <laughs> so yeah. like a lot of this stuff could be placed, you know, just yeah. to, to make fights exciting. But yeah. uh but we'll see, we'll see. But um, real quick on the main event though, like shout out to Stipe, man. Oh yeah. In that first round, he looked outclassed a hundred percent. I was like, oh god, he doesn't belong in the ring with this dude. <laughs> like Daniel just picked him up and tossed him like a rag doll. He was punching him in the face. He wasn't respecting his power. And then you know, Stipe just wrote it out. I honestly like. Mm-hmm. When somebody gets knocked out, and Stipe's always had a little bit of a, a fame of not having the greatest chin. Mm-hmm. So when he got put out last time, I said, I don't know. He's, I don't, if, if Cormier is not afraid of his power, when he steps in his face, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen again. And not, not, it didn't happen. He took some good punches from Daniel. He rode that out. He really did look outclassed in that first round, a little bit better in the second round, mm-hmm. better yet in the third round. And then he just he switched up his game plan in the fourth, mm-hmm. went to the body, just Put the wind right out of Daniel and then just yeah, barraged him. Body face. shots, bro. The he was 
digging them. Like, yeah. I felt every one of them joints. Oh, shout out to Wraith World in the chat. He was mad petty last night. We watched this fight. <laughs> and I'm talking, I think it was me and Kakis. Kakis is an MMA dude. And we, we talk going back and forth. And he's like, yeah, Bones. And I'm like, why do Bones Jones fans always have to talk about Bones yeah. during the DC fight? Like, Bones is not fighting tonight. Like, I find it funny that anytime DC fights, they still mad. I'm like, y'all beat dude. Like, what is the yeah, issue? Yeah, like, there's no issue. Like, there's there, no there's issue. No, he's there not on no Bones' level. Like, it's, it's funny. He's just not. It's been shown he's not. Yeah. And especially not at light heavy. That's yeah. just that. He, that, that's too he can Cormier can be anybody else at light heavy mm-hmm. but Bones exactly. and, I, and at heavy I, I honestly feel he could beat anybody at heavy he did he his game plan was dumb yesterday he yeah. felt he was feeling himself too much that he could take Stipe's punches and you heard Joe Rogan saying that Stipe can knock you out if he's yeah. standing with you and you're not hurting him considerably then you always have to be wary you, of this guy knocking you out did you see the um that petition going around trying to get Joe Rogan's to do the presidential candidate debates. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would pay to see that. I literally would. Listen, I would say one last thing on the Steve A. Day we move on is that I f- listen, let's not act like Steve A wasn't defending with his face for three rounds. Yo, he like, was Steve screen paper. I was tweeting like, what is the game plan? Like you just gonna keep getting hit. Get punched in the face like, by the shorter dude. Yeah, by the like, shorter dude. No reach. No reach. I'm like, why is this little guy getting up in your section for no reason? You know what I'm saying? So I like, I didn't understand that. So it's like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But he's the bigger guy. And look, credit to him. That adjustment he made Mm. in, what was it, round four? Yeah. Yeah. One of the best adjustments. I saw it take its toll. And I saw... You know, the little love handle. And then it's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, hold up. It's getting, it's getting spooky. You know what I'm saying? So I you see saw, that. You yeah. saw, the solar, saw the solar plexus ruffling. Yeah. You know, when you hear the slow motion, you, hear the, you feel the skin ruffling in the wind. You saw a little, little blubber, little blubber coming out. So I see it, but I was like, okay, cool. But um, I didn't expect that. And I got to give it to Stipe for yeah. really hanging tough. You know, and I guess, I mean, if that was his game plan, to just take all the output, wait for him to tire out, and then, um, you he know. rope and dope them. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a weird way to rope and dope somebody because he yeah. was just, he was ready. He was getting pounded, and I didn't understand that at all. But, again, mm-hmm. if he felt he could take his punches and, and see where that took him, hey, more power to him. It worked for him this time. Uh, it's very difficult to change up strategy in the middle of a fight. Like, that mm-hmm. fight IQ I don't care how long you've been a professional. In the middle of a fight, you're exhausted. You're you're you're, you're searching for air. Yeah. You're probably not thinking straight. You know, yeah. to be able to switch up your game plan and have it work that way is mm-hmm. is a testament. Yeah. So again, shout out to Steve. They got the belt again. Let's see if he can hold on to it. Yeah. Because um, you know the heavyweight division is is crazy. Do so think, do you think Jones moves up? I don't know, man. I mean, if if at this point he's run through everyone, mm-hmm. so. And again, he's getting a little older. It may be more difficult for him to 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 sort of drop weight if he has to do that during training camp. Let's see how his power translates going up. Yeah. Hey, we'll I, the thing is, he could do it once, and he, you know he's getting a title fight. He's not easily. going up and not get a title easily. fight easily. Easily. So that yeah. yeah, I would I would do it. Hell yeah. So it looks like uh, we have a returning yeah. legendary. <laughs> Guest, one of the OGs of ILP history. It has been a long time since I've seen that avatar in this chat. Salute to my man, Lord Anchorman V2 version 2. What's going on, man? 
I heard you guys were lacking some premium experience today. <laughs> there we go. Hey, what happened to version one? <laughs> What's up, bro? How you been, man? Uh, I've been good. Been mm -hmm. good. Uh, the usual move, doing stuff. Doing stuff. <laughs> you've been, been kind of low key. You've been like in the cut, man. You're like a, I haven't seen you out in these streets too much. You've been kind of chilling. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a young man's game. <laughs> get, get playing on Twitter, passing the baton. Yeah, man. So yeah, I appreciate you holding us down again. For those who just joined, the king is sick. He's not frauding playing Switch. I see you old school. I see you, Victor. He's King, not doing he's any playing his, his five-hour Switch now. Yeah, yeah, Victor said he's ducking. Old school says playing Switch. But out of King, yo, please reach out to King. He's not doing well. He was definitely he's under the rope right now. So he's getting better, healing up. Told the man to rest, feel better. But uh, we got Anchor Man in the building, man. What you been playing at least? Have you been getting a chance to play anything, Anchor? Man, Fallout seventy six, man. Oh lord! Oh, see, this is why oh, you haven't man, been dude. on. I... This is why you. <laughs> I've not been on. <laughs> this is why you haven't been invited back. No, I'm just joking. No, you, like, really, now? it's been it's been a blast to play. Like they've been they've been working hard on updating that game <laughs> like, wow. for everybody. Wow. Like they, I I've been really impressed with it. Mm, I'll be honest. Like when we were out there for uh, E three, you know. I, I was one of the few that loved all the updates that they were talking about. You know what I'm saying? I really just saw... You know what I'm waiting for? I think I just need them to get in that Game Pass anchor. I think if they get it, that Game Pass... It, it's not happening anytime soon. Damn. Like, I, I, everybody asks me that, and I, every time, all I can think about is if, if they do it, it's going to be maybe summer next year. Oh, man. I like, they, they're going too hard on these updates <laughs> for it to be free. It's just a shame because I, I think it would be the perfect boost to that population and just get them going. I am not sure about that because uh -oh. I I see a ton of new people getting on every day. Mm. And like they're playing they're playing late too. Mm. I was up till about two, three o'clock last night playing. <laughs> Oh, and I, I kept seeing new people like jumping in. It's like, oh, level one, level one, level one. Like, wow, damn. Hold on. Attic, I need this one. Attic, I need this super <laughs> chat, sir. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to the $2 super chat uh, oh. from Dizzy. A uh, king can keep this. The king, king can keep. His knees, Fallout 76, is it needed? Wow, he's willing to forgo King's knees <laughs> just to stop the Fallout talk? Wow, that's what we doing? <laughs> that's what we doing, Dizzy? Shout out. Oh, shut up, Philly Eagle. What's up, Ash and Luca? What's going on? Christopher Hart hating. Yeah. All right, I see all y'all. I see y'all. So let's get into these topics, man. We got a lot to discuss. So um, first off is uh, Lord Attic, man. We've got something special going on Monday, a big gaming event. What, what's happening, man? So we have Gamescom. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's pretty much like it is. It's I think it's technically the biggest event in the in the world, right? In gaming, is Gamescom. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like it's the biggest fan event. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's we have that. We have that going on. So we have an inside Xbox. I don't know if that's tomorrow or the next day. Mm -hmm. But you know, there are certain rumors going around that they're going to announce a studio acquisition there. You know, we could definitely talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, what I really want to go into really is, uh, you know, what exactly do you think that Xbox or really anyone that's going to GameStop can announce? Uh, there's there's rumors that Sony might be announcing something there. I have no mm -hmm. clue on that. They don't really. They've been kind of quiet this whole year. But that's besides the point. So mm -hmm. what do you guys think Xbox mainly? Because they're one of the biggest people that's going to be there is going to be showing. Mm, let's start off with that Lord Anchorman, man. What you think, bro? Uh, for Gamescom, yeah, what's your I mean, what you think might happen? What you expecting? Let's see. 
Uh, I would assume more Gears talk. Uh, they've been kind of building up to that. Right, right. Uh, with, Fallout with 76 Gears. on Game Pass. <laughs> I Like I said, I don't think that's till next year. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I if, think if anything happens... Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, if it's Bethesda, I think it eventually will. It's just going to be a while. Because the problem is going to be with them is they just got to... They're going too hard with these updates too frequently, and that's too much money being spent on that. And if it doesn't work, then they're gonna throw it on Game Pass. But if it does work, they'll wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll hold out. Um, anyway, back back to that. So Gears of War, mm-hmm. I think that'll be the big thing. We'll probably see a good campaign mission, mm-hmm. like all the way through. Get everybody hyped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. Theoretically, if they do do a campaign mission, and it's like. No, something kind of they've, they've no no they, they said they're they're going to debut a campaign they right. didn't really say what they're going to do with the campaign yeah. mm-hmm. well let's say it's like something small like does it really answer anything <laughs> do you think they're going to get obliterated over that no nah, I, I if it's sizable like you know at least five minutes of it at least five minutes of it that that's fine because yeah, at, that point, really like, cool with it. at that point, it's only a couple of weeks off. I really don't want to see much if that's At this point, if it's bad, it's bad. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no oh, going back. Well, it, I think the reason done. that they might be doing this is because they don't, you know, obviously we can't give their definition of what's bad and what's good. They don't think it's bad, and, they, and they're tired of the narrative being thrown around that just because they're not showing something, it's bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, I would say, I, I think five minutes of it is, is fine. I think that's, I think we do get that. Because they did say they were showing, didn't they give a timeline? I don't know if they said it was going to be at Gamescom, but they specifically said they had a timeline for when they were showing campaign before launch. Mm-hmm. There was like... I remember Rod Ferguson saying something specific about they have that broken down, how they're gonna they plan to do that. So we yeah. will see it before we'll launch. See. I don't know if it's yeah. Gamescom. No doubt, no doubt. So anything else, Anchor? What about any the other platforms? Anything you're looking forward to expecting? Where, what's your mindset? Um, mindset for this one is similar to I had for E3. I have no expectations mm, for it. Like just, Hank. just, mm-hmm. just stay, stay completely in the dark. See what happens. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna be disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, because right now, like I, I just with Xbox is kind of a known client. Oh, no. We're in a, hold, really we're in a holding you, position. I can't we're really a, take I, you defending Fallout seventy six. I can't really take <laughs> your opinion in this matter. Like. How do you defend that game? But Microsoft completely. Ju- I can't have no, no expectations. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not. No, I mean that's across the board for Gamescom. I, I just don't because every year it's it's like a flip flop. Like you don't know yeah. what you're gonna get that year. Like, it does. It's it gonna does be feel, an explosion or it does nothing. Feel consistent. It does feel feel bigger this year than it did Ooh, last year. It like does, it feels yeah. like they are putting more stock into it. Everybody. Like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I don't know. No, I feel you, um, Lord Attic. Now you also mentioned something in reference to possible game studio announcement is that a the clobriel uh, yeah you know he, going on? he said that you know he thinks that they're going to announce it now he has been consistent in the past mm-hmm. so you know i don't really know Clobriel's the dude i don't know if 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 it's going to happen but yeah. i would say there's a good chance it happens and if it doesn't happen mm-hmm. it, it's going to be at xo mm-hmm. because you know a lot of these insiders go off information that's outdated but it not it doesn't necessarily make it not true right it just means that you know there at the end they had a last minute change mm-hmm. and it made the information he got that he got three months ago mm-hmm. has been changed by then and now it's not being showed at gamescom it's gonna be shot at xo mm-hmm. so 
I think it's a good chance that it's going to happen. Now, I have no clue what, what games it, what studio would be. Mm. Like, I, I after E3, anything is up for grabs at this <laughs> point. Like, <laughs> Lord Saul, let's get these predictions, man. Gamescom, what's up? What you at? So let's let, let's run everything down in order of when stuff's gonna happen. So I think the first thing is the Nintendo uh, indie showcase, Woo! right? Let's get that's it. First thing. So obviously they said it, we're gonna get like twenty minutes of indie stuff. Obviously stuff that's you know been on Steam that hasn't been made its way to the eShop yet. It's gonna be announced. There was also rumors about two games that were gonna be specifically dropped, and they used it. the word "hot" was specifically used. So, <laughs> so uh, it's rumored that su- apparently "super hot" was updated on the eShop, but has not yet been released there. So that could be a leak. Mm. So it could, one of them could be "super hot," and the other one they're thinking might be "Hotline Miami," which has not made its way to uh, the Switch yet. Okay. Um, so that's that. In mm. terms of other, I I'm, specific I'm hearing, other, I'm hearing Ori talk. Yeah, I'm hearing Ori talk. So obviously they, you know, Cuphead's on there, um, and that that's gonna kind of bleed into my topic later on. But yeah, um, I definitely see Ori as being the next one announced from Microsoft that's gonna be on there. So it makes sense. The game's been out for a long time. It's it's a good way to get people who don't who aren't in the Xbox ecosystem interested in what is a great platforming game Mm -hmm. and maybe you know have have Ori 2 make its way there as well so Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's really interesting um for Xbox I think yeah I you know I think we're gonna see some gear stuff obviously we're gonna hear see something like breakpoint stuff um Mm -hmm. I know that uh well Blair Witch is coming soon so that's something that they're gonna be talking about um, cause I, I think they have to focus on that game. That game is essentially an Xbox exclusive, Xbox PC exclusive. And you wouldn't even know. You yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't even know. know. You wouldn't even know. And I know people are just excited about it because of the way the game looks. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I saw, um, Mads talk about, it was just interesting just so quickly, is the mods. fact that we're going to have Shadowkeeper, Destiny Ooh, on. Say it again, Saul. Say it again. Yeah, they, they're coming <laughs> home. They're coming home. So that, you know, that's probably nothing, but. It, it's nice that that's a thing yes. that you know the bungee at microsoft could shake the microsoft stage. Okay. Yes, yes. continue continue so that we have stadia connect um they're luminous and luminous in the building <laughs> i think you know since they detailed some of the pricing models and stuff uh I, i'm sure they'll go into more detail about that something more concrete um but i uh, they gotta show the games now they gotta they gotta put up now right they, they've been talking about this they have to show these games in an open environment actually working so people can touch it and be like yeah this works yeah um so i'm thinking that it's gonna be beyond the the connect they're gonna do i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of stations there so people can actually play and get a, a real sense of how yeah, this works. Yeah, we need that real time feedback. Yeah. We need sure. that we in we public do. hands. You know what I mean? Like I said, we, you know, I played it. I, you know, I did that trial thing earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but again, that according to them, that wasn't even ideal conditions. So what we're supposed to get as the end product is even better than that. So and I was impressed by 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 what I played before. So I, I'm kind of anxious to see how that works and how other people who finally get their hands on it feel about it. Um, and then at the end of the night, we're gonna have the, oh, the official opening night. And then since that's Keeley, that's yeah. gonna, be, gonna be a lot of Kojima there. Oh, uh, you know, Death Stranding is gonna be FFs in the building. It's going down in the building. So, oh uh, yeah, man, I, I think I think we we may be a little underwhelmed by you know that statement they made like all these 
you know, however many games are going to be announced for the first time, we might be underwhelmed by what they actually are. Mm-hmm. But I do think they are putting more stock in the show this year than they did last year. So I'm excited about it just yeah. to hear stuff. So, yeah, you know. man. I'm with you, Sub. I think uh, you and Addict are definitely on the same type of page. I'm with um, Anchorman in this, though. Keep expectations low. Especially for Inside Xbox. Especially for Inside it's, it's not anything personal. It's, it's, not, it's not like I don't trust you, but it's just like... You know, I, I don't know if you're bringing it this year or next year. So yeah. Anchor, <laughs> I just I'm, want to be prepared. I'm with you, bro. Like, I am so with you on that. Like, just be Keep it low. What I'm saying is, like, look, I'm hyped for what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, you know, the games come open at night. Especially keep it low because they're still having XO. <laughs> yeah. If they wasn't having an XO, you know, I would say, you know, there's a decent little bit more chance it's going to be a really good show. But since there's an XO, don't expect any big bomb drops. Like, <laughs> Now, for, for me personally, I'm more excited about the opening night live thing that they're doing. Yeah. That to me. When is excited. that? Um, I believe. That's at oh, the end of the night. So let me see. Hold on one second. I like I'll 11 a.m. PST or something like that. It's two, 2 o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that to me is what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot going there. Now, again, with the Gears gameplay, even though I disagree with the way it was showed, I've, we talked about that at nauseum at E3. At least, you know, what I'm saying? clearly this was the marketing plan, right? So, like, they clearly yeah. was u- using Gamescom as a jump off point to say, okay, boom, this is where we're going to do this thing. So, you know, let's see what it got. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how they, they show out, you know, see if it looks good or not, you know, get the fear mongering out the way if not. Mm-hmm. If it's not. And then to Addict's point with um, Clobril joint, it would be interesting if Microsoft drop the new studio acquisition if they made an announcement i think that would be cool you know what i'm saying and um so for me like all xbox got to do show gears make it look good you know one game studio announcement would be nice i'm not expecting it. if they did both of those i'm fine with xbox on their showing for gamescom but um as far as um yeah nintendo they got the little nintendo direct world thing the indie direct show exclusive i want to see that obviously Bungie's got Shadow Keep. That's going to be crazy. They definitely looking to show something. You know what I'm saying? So we got to see what's going on with that. Now, I will tell y'all this. We know Sony going to show that Kojima. We know that Death Stranding's coming. If they snuck out a Last of Us 2 release date? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> that, that might be stealing the show. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just going to keep it. Uh, you know, a, a thousand on that, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like normally, like I don't really care for Gamescom as much. Not you know, not that I shouldn't say I don't care. I don't need to get hype for Gamescom, right? But this yeah. is the first one overall. Whatever, not not what Inside Xbox is doing, <laughs> but overall, I'm excited to see what every one of the big three are gonna do. It seems like they all have a little something to show, and it could be it could be special. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. That's, yeah. that's what I got on it. Yeah. Any speculation on what that that uh, Microsoft Studio might be? I know we've done this a million times, but uh, well, I mean, there's there's the one that's been everyone's floating around a Studio MDHR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, everyone's been talking about that one for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's kind of like old faithful when it comes to the prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it really like, is. Every, mine, it's like mine is an old faithful, a totally old faithful. <laughs> it's just Christ. It's like, I, I want them to just buy Christ. Even, even if it doesn't happen. Six years from now, we're going to be talking about buying Studio MDHR. <laughs> we're going to be talking about this forever. I know. Um, other than that, if I had to guess, uh, what was it? 
Come back to me in a minute. Uh, I so what, what is it about on? that? I want to talk about. I want to bring it back to Attic real quick about even though we kind of low key setting shots at inside Xbox. I mean, I'm looking at the lineup. It was Gears Five, Destiny Two, Shadow Keep, right? West Wasteland, Blair Witch. It says Game Pass, so we'll be expecting some you know announcements there. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint on this stage, yeah. Surge Two, Metro, the two Colonels, whatever it is, and it said, you know what the funny part is? It's all it's the accessory. <laughs> Here we go. The they have a bubble that says accessories. <laughs> I think that's kind of hilarious. So, what about inside Xbox? Could we get our expectations up just a little with that anchor man? Like, you know, an addict? Do we do, do we get a little no. bit more excited? Nah. No, no, no. We can't Not get excited. No, uh, I. I'd rather come home and watch season six of the 100 that's on Netflix oh, before boy. I watch Inside Xbox. <laughs> I will catch the highlights on on IGN. Cause, I mean, I, I don't because I'm a content creator, I'll probably watch it anyway. You know, I'm frauding, but <laughs> you know, I might even stream it. I don't know. I, I it's at two, right? Yeah, something like. Let me look at the uh, Inside Xbox. I, I mean, specifically the Xbox. Xbox? Right, inside yeah. Xbox is it's 11 earlier. a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a, it's it's the a.m. Yes. Oh, I'm on. Remember, no, that's that's ridiculous. I don't care what time it is. They should go by <laughs> my time, okay? <laughs> so no, I think I might stream that. Do you guys want to stream that on the IOP channel? Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that action, man. We can see what's up. With we that. do a reaction. I'll be at work so you guys can handle all the <laughs> us vampires can handle that. But like Addict, you not you not hyping the least for any Gears Five. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, the campaign's not most likely gonna be show there because they said they're gonna save that for on live. But they probably gonna show like a horde mode, maybe some other. Well, mode. They, they they've already announced that they're gonna show horde at least at the oh, very yeah. least. I think what they'll do is uh they'll end it with like a brief trailer, like a sneak peek of what they're gonna show at at, at his exclusive thing, kind of like. EA did with uh, the Anthem gameplay. Right. It's going to be like some sneak peek that's going to get people hyped to go watch the rest of it. Yo, the I chat think that... is killing you right now. Fastback and Citizen said, you're going to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I I, I probably will be asleep because I don't get home. Because I can't get to sleep till like 5 in the morning, so I'm going to be on like 5 hours of sleep, so I probably will be asleep. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Anchorman, what do you think? I mean, is inside Xbox, after we, we read that list, does that excite you a little bit more? Does it give you a little bit more hope? I mean, again, same situation. Is this going to be the one that's going to actually blow the doors off, or is this going to be the one we're just going to sit back and wait again? Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't... I don't. I don't know. Like, e even if I get the list of what's going on there, I don't know what we're getting out of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it doesn't really mean much no, beyond feel, that. I feel that. That's just very, very interesting. Voto Attic, you got anything else more on your topic? The biggest thing I do want to point out there is: mm -hmm. Do you think it's safe to say that Xbox got marketing for Destiny going on forward? Like, it's on their stage. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't. I'm not sure about that. Name, namely, just because. Mm -hmm. I think at this point they're trying to say like, "Hey, we're not doing this thing with Activision anymore. Right. We learned not to deal with devils in the first place." But they've gotten big <laughs> enough where they can. They've that might like Bungie. <laughs> Bungie is big enough where they can promote on their own. They don't right. need to be yeah. on someone's stage. Uh, so, but yeah. yeah, that that's the thing though. But I think this is more of like a gesture of goodwill than anything else. Yeah, like I mean, we didn't I, we didn't forget about you. <laughs> no, but it is interesting though. It is. It, Addict's making a good point. It, it, they didn't have to be. I mean, look, I've been following the shout out to Ebon. We've been doing the whole last word thing recently. We've been following it and. They have been very clear in their mission statements to say, 
we are independent we want to get on as much platforms as possible but then to turn around and see them on microsoft stage it's kind of interesting i'm not gonna lie it does my eyebrow raised slightly yeah. It pro- maybe it's probably nothing but just good faith and they're going to show so Microsoft's going to be there maybe they just say you know accommodate him you may be very I don't, think it, I don't think it is that I, yeah. I think there's some kind of deal going on with the marketing rights because like I said like mm-hmm. for a while now like they've always showed something small on Sony but they, you know like a trailer or something but like it looks like they're gonna show something relevant at this. Mm-hmm. Like why would they? Why would they show all these streams mm-hmm. and then and then like tune in for Gamescom? Then you look at the Gamescom mm-hmm. and, and they're on Microsoft stage, the inside yeah. Xbox. And like, it, it's weird because the thing about it is, is like they, you know, state they're so big. As, it's part of the launch of Stadia, right? You're getting the game for free on Stadia. Right. It's one of the first games that that. If it works well, mm-hmm. it's gonna show what that platform can do, right. especially in a multiplayer mm-hmm. setting. So it has to, it has to be a, a good launch on Stadia. So I right. would, it's it's a little weird that it's not being touted more as a Stadia thing at this point. But it, to shout the bit bad bit games in the chat, he actually made a good point. He's saying that there's no way because Destiny is also being pushed by Bungie with Stadia launch. So he uh, he's saying like just just gotta be good because yeah. I will say they they were promoing. Destiny too hard in conjunction with the stadium stadium. Launch in November, and we know Google's gonna be there, right? Are they, are they gonna have some type of presence at um? Yeah, they connect. Like, they're gonna have the same, the same thing they did last time when they talked about the pricing model and all that stuff. That's what they're gonna have. Unless someone dropped a bag off late <laughs> minute, unless Phil Dominus dropped a bag off. Let me see. <laughs> I don't know, man. We gotta see. We gotta see. This is very interesting. The, the whole bungee thing. <sighs> that's, what, that's what I got, but um. Any anything else up on your tag before we move on? Because we got a lot to get into, sir. All right, I guess not. No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So this is King's topic. We're gonna bring it up on Halo Infinite. Uh got some news going on, man. Looks like the creative director. I believe his name is uh Tim Longo. And um, yeah, man, he is leaving. Leaving 343, an um, announcement was made. So it uh, looks like uh, Microsoft has confirmed the departure. They sent over a statement. They said roles and responsibilities will change to evolve and meet the needs of the game. And I believe they are now executive producer Mary Olsen. She will take over the campaign team. And then um, I believe uh, the guy, Chris Lee, he still will yeah. remain studio head of Halo Infinite. So internet has been a little bit of a tizzy with what this news is. You know, one year right before launch you know um i just want to bring this to the round table this king's topic as far as what do the lords think about this is this being overblown is this a big deal you know where do we stand that you know one of the leads you know is departing of um from halo infinite before the launch so the the red flag that comes up for me right oh is the fact that before he left he was placed in another position that mm. wasn't was essentially a demotion. I mean, mm. if you are the creative director and you change roles, mm-hmm. unless you become head of studio or something like that, generally it's going to be a demotion. If not, just maybe a lateral move. Mm-hmm. So that's the red flag to me, right? Like he he was sort of removed from that position and then ultimately decided to walk away. That's the way it looks anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's the red flag. I mean, you know, a year out from from launch. Who knows how much of this game is done? Maybe 60% of the game is done. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of that is the campaign? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just one of those things where 
that 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 kind of makes my eyes go up a little bit because of the way it happened. If he had just decided, hey man, after however many years at three four three, I've decided to move on. Right. Uh, I leave the team in great hands. Whatever the game is looking great. That's not necessarily what happened. Like there was a there was a shakeup before that yeah. that 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 sort of seems like it it pushed him to decide to walk away completely. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what worries me. It, it, <laughs> as a difference, to be, what happened say he got caught stealing boxes. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I think did we miss a super chat? Y'all stitch with the um. Bungie oh, got, yeah, Bungie got burned by Sony on E3. Think about it. That's back to the whole Bungie thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. As as King would say, I think you may be on to something, Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Stitch with the uh, two dollars super chat. Sorry about that. We missed that, brother. But um, yeah, I mean, back to, to what we were saying as far as this is concerned. I mean, is is this something we need to look more into? Is it is it more than what is was this guy demoted, moved around, they didn't like the direction? Where we what did he get this? demoted to? Do we have an answer for that? So actually I don't know what position he got moved into. It just says that he got moved into another position. Mm-hmm. And then on the guys leave. Right. But has anyone ever considered the possibility maybe something's happened with his family or something like that? And maybe he just doesn't have as much time as he used to to be a creative director? I mean, they, they can't. So they, so they moved him down. So it was a less intensive yeah, role. I and feel like if working, he would have moved, so they moved him out. I feel like if it was that, he would just he would have just stayed where he was. Right. Like I mean, when he moved down. But it feels like it feels like he got demoted because of him. And then after he realized and didn't, it, it's like he got demoted. And then after a certain amount of time after being demoted, he's like, you know what? It's just not for me yeah, anymore. I mean, according, according like I got to, demoted. According, like according to Shry, his exact words, in Longo, the industry vetting service creative director for Halo 5, had moved to a different role a few weeks ago. And then according to two people familiar with the goings on at 343, this week he left the company entirely. So it is, there's definitely a sequence of events here. It's just interesting, right? It, I, because the only thing I can think of is like, it, unless I, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate for sure, a moment, sure. I, I, it's, that's what that's my purpose right now. It's, <laughs> it's I don't. There is a possibility; it could be a situation where he just didn't have the time as much as he used to, and so he took a lesser role that would have been less mm-hmm. intensive, sure. mm-hmm. and so but then it just wasn't working out, and so I like, I just gotta go. I, I think it's just simple as. He wasn't working out as a creative director. You know what? what what's funny? Mm-hmm. What's hilarious mm-hmm. is you got all these people on Twitter that are saying stuff like Halo Five's bad, Halo Four's bad. They get rid of the creative director. Halo Six is gonna be bad, dude. He made the other games bad theoretically. Ooh. You should be glad he's hold getting on. rid of. Say, say, say that shout out to get us off. I saw you see it. Right shout there. out to JD Game with the five dollars super chat. He got demoted, then fired. He was responsible for the bad campaign of Halo Five. So don't be worried. Be glad because we'll now get a good campaign. So JD Yo. Game with getting clear how he feels about. This. Yo, JD, yo, you might be on to something. <laughs> I'm just like, at the end of the day, like, you can't want change and say stuff like, this game's bad, this game's bad. And then midway, I wouldn't say it's midway, but they get rid of the creator director, which, you know, what hit the foundation that he put together for that game is already pretty much set in stone. Let's be real here. Yeah. Game comes out next year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't complain about that. And then when they go to get rid of that key piece Mm -hmm. that it resulted in the games that you hated, then you're like, yo, this is looking spooky. Halo 6 is going to be bad. People leaving. Like, it makes no sense to me. I feel you, Addy, but here's the thing. Like, we got to admit, like, before a launch, when 
a prominent person leave, it you do feel a way. You do feel like what's really going on. Right. I see your point though. And trust me, I hear what JD Game is saying. I hear what you're saying. Look, I'm just I mean, this could literally just my be real quick because I, I I feel where y'all going with it. Look, all I'm gonna say is this: I'm with JD on this part, and you on this part. Y'all know how I feel about Halo Five campaign. I feel that was the biggest marketing misdirection of what was the story they said it was going to be. Probably in, in gaming history. In, in history, I've never yeah, seen. I I definitely agree with that. Bro, remember that? Because I I was excited for this whole big yo, lock takeover. I was like, yes, yes yo, anchor. Yeah. Remember me and you was on some team lock. We were starting trouble. It was fun. We we thought this was what it was going to be. They they might kill Master Chief. We was like, oh, yeah. it's going down. So just for the fun and to get people hyped. And then we get the game, and it was nothing like that. It was just a very minute interaction between I that. think... You know, so if he... Again, I'm not throwing him under the bus completely. But if he, under his watch, has something to do with that campaign, and he is no longer part, and now they got Mary, if Mary's bars or narrative is better, I'm going with Mary then. Because <laughs> well, I didn't look, like look. Halo 5 we, we got a $5 super chat uh, yeah, from... Yeah. Super chat Super from chat. JD Gamer. Mm -hmm. yes, uh, Phil saw what he was what he was doing. What did his annual game check? Mm -hmm. And Phil said, "Oh no, not again! You're demoted. Now get this mess fixed. You have 14 months. They don't really have 14 months. They would have like nine because the last couple months, like if, if the game's not done in the last couple months, like they have to they have to extend the game. Uh, the the game life cycle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, one quick. Anchor, Anchor is coming for us. Anchor, other Zeke is coming for us. He said, you guys don't know the story. That's why you missed the marketing. He's coming for us. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, they had an entire chapter just talking to people on a bridge. But okay, man, we'll go with you. But, you know, I think this is literally just one of those things. The creative director wasn't put at, putting out what he was told and what his responsibilities were. Right. He was demoted to someone that could handle that or, quote, unquote, handle that. Uh, and that dude wasn't feeling that, and he left the company. I think that's literally what happened here. Listen, um, uh, so much to say on this, man. Look, shout out to Fastback. He said, there's always be creative differences, directions, and, and the workplace does not mean doom and gloom. I get both sides of the argument. Here's the thing. Like, the fear manga side is going to be like, infinite is doomed. <laughs> like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So they, like, it's a horrible look before the launch for the creative director to leave. Yeah, you and know what it could have been? It could have been. Okay, okay. It could have been done for some competition reasons. Like, yeah, I mean, don't, don't Micro I he could have been trying to be poached by someone else, and Microsoft sensed it, and they demoted him, and then he left. And before you know, he's going to surface somewhere in another company. Like, look, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. The hardcore side, I get, is going to say, look, yo, developers leave every day, B. Like, <laughs> like, like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, again, not to stress, the Halo 5 campaign, as far as the misrepresentation of what they said the story was going to be to what we actually got. You know what I'm saying? I definitely felt the way about that. Now, at the end of the day, Chris Lee's still running things. So that, he's still at the top of the, the totem pole. You know what I mean? So at that, in that sense, nothing really has changed. But it is interesting to see how much of an impact Longo would have had. And it, I get the vibe it feels hey, creative differences. I don't know. What, you, what do you guys think? You think it's, it's you, not a creative difference kind of thing? What, what what I see is funny about it too is these people attacking this this mm -hmm. this scenario. I'm like, where are these people when when the initiative keeps poaching high people in, in Naughty Dog? Like, there's no doom and gloom there. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's it, I mean, they took like two or three high 
level right. people in their in their in their in their team. But, but I think that's something that's understood within the games industry, especially like. But it's understood for Sony, but not Microsoft. No, but the, see, this is the reason why the initiative went to Santa Monica, right? Because all of the top talent is there amongst the big first-party studios. So yeah, they poach each other all the time. It could just be people, you know, highly skilled people getting bored with what they're doing, jump right. into something else, right? Yeah, it's, it's him taking the job, right? That, that's interesting, right. Right. yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Like to, I mean, to, to Cog's point, like yeah. I just don't think when it comes. I'm sorry. Go back to what you said, Cog. Specifically, your point. What was the question? No, my point is, I, I guess I want to focus on his title as creative director, right? Right. But my thing is. Like, we don't know what's going on. So let's be clear. None of us are in 343. We do not know what's going on. How much? Or are we? (laughs) 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 To be continued. Well, at the end of the day, this isn't Bonnie Ross. Like, like, this isn't like. Even if it was Bonnie, right? My point is this. I'm just trying to say is we don't know. You know how some people have a title? But then there's some people that actually do the work. <laughs> you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, so I don't know the level of impact and influence he had in the creation of this. That's that's where I'm right. a little concerned. Like, is he directly responsible? Because if he was directly responsible for five, then yeah, my thing is bushes because I didn't like five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if he just had like minor overseeing thing and then you know somebody else was really hands on in the trenches with it, then it's different. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's very he- still muddy. He was the creative director for five, right? So right. the creative vision, the overarching vision of five was uh, on him. I guess you assume that it's on him, right? So if that is the case, right? And they they did and, and he was in that same position now mm-hmm. and they did not like where it was going, then I can yeah, I can definitely see a move hey. being made. Mm-hmm. At the at the same time, though, it's like if that is the case, you're a year out from launch. Mm-hmm. And if they say that is the case, right. What? How do you rejigger an entire story, an entire backbone of of where all I know, you know is going next in a year? Mm-hmm. That all I know. That's spooky. Is if this goes, if this goes good, this is this is how I'm gonna do it. Okay, if this goes good, I'm gonna say it's because of this decision. This decision got this to where it was, and if this goes bad, I'm gonna say the same thing. It was this decision. It was Microsoft's fault. That's what I'm gonna be doing in a year from now. I don't know about you guys. At the end of the day, I don't think you make if this guy's influence is that big. If you make this change this late in the development of it's that, it's not game. gonna change anything. Well, uh, uh, this late in the game, dude. Like we're we're looking at it right now. We're, well, how, we're but, 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 but let's at, be real, to at it. How how late in the game are we? You know what I'm saying? Like. I would say we're, we're probably we probably have nine months of development time left, yeah. and then this unless the game thing. gets delayed, so right. it, like exactly. what 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 happens like, if the right. game gets delayed? They right, well, j- we got some super chats, y'all. We got some super chat. Shout out, uh, shout out to Fastback Lord Attic taking the common sense mantle while Lord King is away. Throw these overly concerned armchair developers <laughs> in the bushes. <laughs> Damn, Fastback. <laughs> so get the second one. Get the next one. JD gave a shout out, ten dollars super chat. It all seems simple. He made a bad campaign in Halo Five. They were giving him another shot. When they saw what he was doing, they demoted him. He couldn't take the shame. And got- <laughs> well, at the end of the day, like, is it concerning? Yeah, but at the we need to see. First off, I would be more concerned that we didn't see nothing when the dude was there. Mm-hmm. We didn't see nothing in E3. We saw. We saw a dude come up, lights come on, he comes out in in a campaign. Like, mm-hmm. I'm more concerned as the studio as a whole 
than I am about one person right. leaving. And that. this is this that. is the worry though, right? If, if this move happens a year out from launch, right? Mm-hmm. And it is because there's an issue with the campaign with the overall creative vision of mm-hmm. Halo Infinite. What can you do to that in a year's time that is not going to totally wreck this game? Mm. I mean, my, we I just don't have question, enough. I guess my question to Fastback and Attic are <laughs> that when is there time to be concerned? When when do you actually get alarmed when you hear? Do you need four? When the game comes out and it gets to 69. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, it, what is the criteria for you guys to be concerned? Because it seems like none of this is a big deal. You know, I mean, this is more for Fastback. I'm just teasing Fastback. He knows what I'm doing right now. Yeah. This is not for Attic. This is really for Fastback. <laughs> Shout out to Fastback. Shout out to NLG. You know my, you're my dudes. I'm just playing games right now. But Devil's Advocate, like, what does it take for you to say, yo, I am concerned? Because it seems like none of this bothers <laughs> you know, guys on that camp. I'm just curious. I just think that... People do get ahead of themselves. Now, I, people that are I know that are generally concerned, I, I'm like, cool, man. Like, you know, you're, you're concerned because, uh, you know, probably one of the head people uh, is, is leaving the company. He got demoted and he randomly left. Uh, that could be – see, the, the demoted part makes me less concerned because it feels like more of an internal thing mm-hmm. and not like a, like, like a development thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he could have done anything. This dude could have been caught with hookers. Like, oh it could have been, God. like, anything <laughs> this dude could have done. Like, the, anything that would cause this dude to get demoted could have happened. Mm-hmm. And then he left because of the demotion. That's mm-hmm. what what I see on it. Okay. Like, we don't know if it was, we don't know if it was, you know, like, like Anchorman could have been family related. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he took the demotion because he couldn't t- dedicate more time. Okay. And then, you know, things got to the point where he couldn't even dedicate the time he had there, so he left the company. That's a possibility. Like, mm-hmm. it, it could be a variety of different things. Right. That, but my question, my, que- my question to you, Attic, still stands. When do you actually get concerned? I'm not like saying you can't be concerned, concerned now. No, I'm just, talking about, I'm just saying that scenario, there's too much. Forget forget this specific one, right? But give me a scenario where you actually get concerned before launch about a game, whether it be people leaving or what do you need to hear to get you concerned? I would never get concerned over one person leaving. It would be a, a, a group of people leaving. So like, what it's like abandoned ship. No, wait. So would you would you have been concerned if Corey Barlog left nine you. months before that's, release? But that, that's, that's, that's a different scenario. That's the equivalent it, of Bonnie Ross Was he the creative leaving. director? Mm-hmm. But that's like equivalent of Bonnie Ross leaving. Wasn't that, he creative that's director? That's not this. So he's, yeah, he's creative director, but he's head of that studio too. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It is this. It Isn't is. Bonnie Ross head of the studio? Hold on, hold yeah. on, Philly, you the super chat. How many of five dollars? How many of you know the story, status, direction of Halo Infinite? I'll wait. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Philly Eagle. I, you're absolutely. I can, I can right. tell you. Look, I can tell you right I, now. I'm the telling you. Uh-huh. All I'm telling you right now is there for this particular scenario. Mm-hmm. There's just too many variables we don't know. Right. Like, he could have got demoted for anything. You are 100% right. My reason for worrying is that Halo Infinite has a lot more riding on its shoulders than just a regular Halo game. It is the Halo that's supposed to... This is is Chief Swan song. This is it. Right the ship, right? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to help the Scarlet launch in a positive way. Mm -hmm. If, If this game fails, out of the box, mm-hmm. it's a poor game. Scarlet goes with it. 
right? At least the narrative around so, so you it. Say, you're, th- you're saying it, 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 if... The game if, has a lot more writing on it than just Halo. Mm. But, but I, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, from this one person leaving that got demoted, we can't say the whole game's in, in development hell. It's not like we've seen bad not, bad gameplay of the game. We haven't seen nothing like no, that. No, but I don't, I don't think that. he's like, saying development hell. We don't know anything. Like, don't if, if it would have been like, people saw Crackdown... We had concern for Crackdown for reasons. Right. It was so many years into the development time. Mm-hmm. They were working. They didn't start a new engine like 343. They didn't do none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, for the most part, we've seen nothing but positivity on Halo. Mm-hmm. Every time it's come up, you know, we've hold seen on. good stuff. Hold on. Eric like, Jackson crack- in the chat. Hold on. Not concerned about the game because it's not on me to be so. It's on Microsoft and 343 need to be concerned that their game impresses me as a consumer because there's plenty of other games out there. So he's kind of going to Soft's point, which is there's a lot of pressure on this Halo. It's a launch title for Scarlet. There's a lot riding well, it, it's on a, this the Halo. Time, the time that you would be worried. Mm. Is that they show you solid gameplay and it's not looking good? Okay, like that's when you should be worried when you have okay. actual physical proof that mm. there's something wrong. <laughs> like, not I not just you, oh someone someone got I demoted and they quit. How many you, of you guys? Let's be real here. I'll How many people in this chat and in this Google Hangout? Yeah. If you got demoted tomorrow, you would be okay. You would probably See, that, that's, the, that's that's the other point too. I think you agree. The fact that he had the job for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. was like if I if I got demoted, like seriously demoted for something I did wrong, mm-hmm. I'm not staying. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. bye. No, I think I think, I think Attic got the balls on this one. He Attic sold me just now. I'm like, you know what? He may be on this stuff. Because <laughs> he got demoted do, and he we, was we bitter about something. it. Like, I don't why know why bitter? he got Attic. demoted. Why he got to be bitter? Why, why he got to be bitter? Because he got demoted. Ain't nobody want to get demoted. Like, <laughs> well, shout out, shout out to No Russian in the chat. He says because this game and you said it yourself, Attic. King, I need you back in here. The first off, these people are talking nonsense, and second off, they they they. They seen color in that chat. They saying everything in that chat. It like, is nine months out. It is the eleventh hour. Just shout out to no Russian. It is it's nine look, months look. out. That's you, you, it's it's nine, nine months, months out. Nine months it's out. not like there's five or six people leaving. It's one incident in the entire development cycle. Mm. It's the dude that's in charge of the entire vision. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. That don't that mean nothing. nothing. You're the one that said you're walking away from Halo if the story sucks. <laughs> Look, get him so get him so <laughs> this is a good one man I, look I, to be honest, it's I don't nine months I, I don't out the, the foundation for the game's been built he leaving's not gonna can devastate this game we, we agree with that that it, it's oh. it, whether he look, on oh. now or not him leaving whatever look if the game if the game is trash uh, he was responsible regardless if he's there or not because he was there he built the foundation he built the foundation the game's upon mm-hmm. Now I would say you would want to blame Bonnie Ross too because she was she was over him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, mm. look, this if this game's gonna be good or if this game's gonna be bad, him leaving has nothing to do with it hold right on, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because the game's already as, as built. Say, hold on, hold on. I can't do the Jamaican accent. Whatever. Wrap <laughs> in the chat. Twenty. Wow. Twenty dollars super chat. Thank you, brother. It's eye opening because the creative director left and an executive producer left less than a year before the game has to go gold. Is the game doomed? No. But best believe that 343 is going to crunch. Oh, crunch, crunch, crunch. Ooh. 
Is that what's going on here, man? Well, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. this dude leaving isn't going to impact the final product. Sure, it might be a reason these people are leaving, but we don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, when we get that final product, if it's a 69, there's probably a reason he got demoted, and they probably just <laughs> flushed the entire company down the drain. So your, your, your whole mantra is, let's wait, let's see gameplay. That's like we, you if we saw gameplay like the crackdown scenario, mm -hmm. everyone knew that game was going to be a dumpster fire. Right, right. Because we had plenty of proof to say that it was a dumpster fire. Yeah. But one person getting demoted and leaving a company is not enough to to validate that this game going to be spooky, man. I don't know what's going on. Look, like, it's concerning. But it's not enough concern not to be enough. like, there's something really wrong. Like, it would have been different if, like, a, this dude left and this dude got poached and, and this dude's doing this and this dude's with this person. and it, But it's not that. Someone got demoted mm -hmm. and they quit. And, that, and I guarantee you, if you look at people in that kind of position or throughout every industry mm -hmm. and they get demoted, a lot of them probably leave very shortly after getting demoted. Mm. Real quick, uh, JD Gamer, again, thank you, brother, to follow our Super Chat. They have over 12 months to fix it. It will be fine as long as the game goes gold by September 20th, it's, 2020. It's, it will be it's, fine. Three it's not 12 goals. months. Like, they have, like, and realistically, they got, like, nine to ten months. Mm -hmm. and, and that's pushing it. I would say eight to nine months because the the last couple months is literally strictly just you know uh, it, going to just fixing bugs, playing uh, getting the game played over and over again to to make sure it doesn't crash. Uh, they got the certification process. Hold on, yo, smoke is coming at you crazy. <laughs> he said, "Addict, the kind of dude who sees smoke in the house and says, do you see a fire yet? Do you see?'" <laughs> Yo, I, yo, that was just class. I ain't joking on the smoke. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it fire, is, Slomo. It is what it is. You can you can go at me all you want. You can make fun of me all you want. Uh, that's bouncing right off. And we will. We have. I mean, it is. Wait, did, did y'all read the, the the other the JD Gamer one? They have over twelve months to fix it. Y'all read yeah, that we one? got that. But get JD. Oh, get JD right now. Get JD. <laughs> oh. Wait, JD or Jonathan, I mean, Jonathan B? B? I got Jonathan, Jonathan B. B. Y'all really letting Attic shut y'all down? He coming hey. with the balls on Lord's Day. The whole panel got a little silent when he raised his voice. Hey, you know what? You know what? I think you are. <laughs> <something. laughs> <Okay. laughs> Yo, Attic is spitting balls. Listen, I do. Listen, I'm the one. I'm very. I'm a skeptical person. You know what I'm saying? When I see things and I'm just like, mm, how does it feel? What's the What's the perception, right? What's the optics? Does it feel right? with Halo Infinite close to launch, right? But then as you read more and you look into it, and then they say they seem like they already had a replacement in, in, in pocket, right? So again, back to my selfish point, I don't like Halo 5's campaign. If he's responsible, bushes, I don't want him part of it, you know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is, to Addict's point, we do need to see the game. When we see the reveal, if we start to see that quality degradation and we're just like, ooh, what's going on here? It's you know like, I'm more concerned. I, I do get this. So I'm, I'm in the middle, y'all. It's like, you know, I'm in the I'm middle. Definitely. I'm more concerned at the direction of Halo's going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this dude might have been responsible for that. Like, I got to see more. Like, I, all we've really seen mm -hmm. is it, it looks like two minutes of the beginning of the very right. beginning of the game. And we've seen an in-game engine mm -hmm. showing off the game, like mm -hmm. what the game could possibly look off. like. Mm -hmm. Until I see more, right? Like, it, but, and yeah. it's kind of bad. No, no, it kind of right. looks bad on them because it's been how long we, we've right. we've this game's been but announced he, for he, how long? We still the, ain't he, seen here's a the lot. Thing, addict though, and I, I, this Eric's on fire right now. This is what I'm talking. Like he said, tell y'all what though, if Halo Infinite isn't popping, 
Y'all gonna get all the smoke, and then that's when the people that there's no smoke saying, to give out. But, thank uh, you. but listen, thank listen. If Halo Five is not popping and narratively is trash, then the people who were concerned will be justified to come at y'all to be like, "Yo, this is why we was upset." Like, what's all? But see here? that. But I, I, I'm calling bullshit on that too Language. because I'm not saying. Because Halo was I'm always, saying, always narrative. I'm not trash. saying that you can't come. <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't come at people for saying that. I'm saying that we need more than right. just this to I come pick us up. Now, if they now some stuff, let's all get off. I get. I go back to my overall point. Mm -hmm. Regardless of of uh, whether this is uh, justified or not, are worrying or not worrying about it. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is that the game has more writing on it than just Halo. It right. has the right. launch of the entire next generation riding right. on its shoulders. And even if the game is hot, mm -hmm. but for this, for whatever reason, this change in management mm -hmm. makes the game be uh, um, delayed. Mm -hmm. I think a delay even hurts them. A delay right. even hurts them because they already came out and said mm -hmm. this is launching with the next system. Mm -hmm. Hold so on a second. My boy Philly, Philly in the chat. He said, y'all hypocrites. If y'all show something too early, y'all. <laughs> if y'all show something too late, y'all. What's the sweet spot? Listen. Well, I can tell you. I tell you one thing. Four years early is not a good idea. Last of Us. Wow. Disrespect. I mean, look. Like, is it concerning? Yes, but I don't think it's like I don't think there's hellfire raining down. Let me go look outside and make sure. Nobody's saying that. But you're like you. You just saying that it's it's nothing. And I'm not saying it's nothing. I'm saying from one incident, you can't deem the entire project as, oh, dude, I don't know about this, because that's what you acting like. No, like he, he, he stop putting words in your mouth, because that, that is not what That is not putting words. That's no, your exact no, point. I didn't say that, though, Alec. He didn't say no, that. I am putting out. I am putting. I'm playing devil's advocate. You said this game has everything riding on it, and it this does. makes it worse. It does. How is this part make it worse? Like, it, 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 it might make yeah, it a little it. concerning. Why did he leave? But like I said, at the end of the day, when you when you ask that, okay, why did he leave? You don't know. Like yo, we, you there know. could be multiple. If this dude just left, indefinitive. Always, every you speaking black or white. I never said anything black or white. I said it's spooky and why it's spooky. And it's spooky because again, it's not just a regular Halo game. It is a reboot, essentially a spiritual reboot of the entire Halo franchise. The future of the Halo franchise is riding on it, in addition to the success of the Scarlet platform. Mm. Mm. You understand? It's just reason to, to, to look at it with a side eye. I'm not saying that it's gloom and doom and it's all over. Right. But again, even if this change means that the game, for whatever reason, gets delayed, I think it's a bad look. Right. It's a bad so, look because they already promised so, so again, I, I hear what you're coming with, Saul. I hear what you're coming with, and, and the thing is, we're going to wait and see. But I will say for the people who feel right now that this is not a concern, right, that this is not a big deal, that this happens a lot. And I understand the sentiment. All we got is all I'm saying is if it does prove that Halo 5, I mean, Halo Infinite is spooky narratively or a launch, this will be used against y'all. And then they're gonna. People will say you can't get mad at us for being skeptical. That's all. That's well, all I mean, I'm people saying. can come at me on Twitter. They can get that block and mute button. Like, <laughs> at the anyway. end of the day, it's like, look, I don't see it's concerning. Uh, if you want to come at me a year from now because <laughs> I made an opinion mm -hmm. off the fa the facts uh, and the information in uh, front of me, 
I'm going I'm going to I'm going to block and mute your ass because <laughs> you you aren't even taking the consideration that from what we have now me personally that's not your opinion that's my opinion and if you want to harass me on Twitter for my opinion <laughs> you will get muted there's no way around that. So I want to warn people. You will get muted. No, no, we, we missed the super chat. Yeah, we missed the super chat. to rap with a $5 super chat. In fairness, this is under the microscope because how bad Microsoft First Party has been this generation. Very true. You're definitely on to something, Brad. Anyway, we were beating this Halo thing to death. We got to move on. We got to move on. The addict is pushing to you. You guys are driving me to drink. Oh, my I got Anchorman going crazy. But look, in the vein of departures, got to keep the theme consistent, man. Yeah, we got some news out of Bioware, man. We got two two big announcements. Um, One actually just recently, you know what I'm saying, with Dragon's Age 4. And again, this is a, a lead producer, Fernando Mello. You know what I'm saying? Acted as a senior producer for Dragon's Age Orange and Dragon's Age 2. Is is leaving, man. He is moving on. Um. He's not going to be part of the new Dragon Age experience. And then prior to that, Anthem. Anthem was hit again, man. Ben Irving, another lead producer. He was part of the team that was left. I know a lot of them went over to Dragon's Age, like Mark Dar and them guys. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Ben Irving, he was still there, you know, holding the fort down. And, um, yeah, he's now leaving. He's moving on. Looks like um, he said he's going to another studio, but the game has still has a bright future. You know, a lot of people took in. Watch him show up at initiative. Exactly. It's this with that. But um, I want to bring this to the Lords, man, and start off with, with Anchor, man. Like you know, We have a we, super chat. Okay, get the super chat. Get the super chat. So uh, we got the $5 super chat. Oh, no, there's another one. But let me let me get to Let's you get first to here. In a minute. Uh, from Shroom Kingdom. I probably butchered your name. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creative director is out because Microsoft wants to bring back Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. If you want to dedicate five dollars, we we appreciate uh-huh. appreciate the support. Yeah. I might have muted uh, you. Do it, do it. Mike Coulter needs a job. So, so, He's not Luke Cage anymore. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, he got, a job, got another five dollars super chat yeah. from uh, Basement Radio RK podcast mm-hmm. uh, wow. we can bet that halo infinite will work at launch unlike fallout how do you feel about wow. that anchor man <laughs> waiting anchor man how do you feel about that i don't need to address that you don't need to address <laughs> that okay got you let continue continue lord no doubt no doubt yeah man i mean look so we got these these two major uh lead producer kind of departures kind of in succession you know what i'm saying one with anthem you know, and then obviously Dragon's Age, which was the latest one. So I just want to bring this to the Lords, man. Like, what? How are we feeling about Bioware right now? Are, are we fear mongering? Is this nothing to be concerned about? <laughs> to be honest with you, after Anthem, I think Bioware and Jeroni just be thrown in the bushes. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, is, I, so is this spooky? Is, is this it spooky? Wait, let's give it to Attic. Is this spooky, Attic? That okay, both- I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> you know, unlike unlike Halo Infinite. I've seen Anthem. It exists. I uh-huh. swear it. Uh-huh. Unlike Halo Infinite, we've played Anthem. I've seen it. We've mm-hmm. played it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I would say it's Lucas. Anchor, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man? Yo, lead producer for um, Dragon's Age now leaves. And then buy where, you know, with, with, um, with um, Anthem in its current state, you know, leaving. Like, where, where are you at with both of these departures? 
I seem to recall that a couple months ago they were talking about ever, ever since Anthem kind of bombed, which is kind of sad. Cause, I, mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even think bomb is the correct term nah, for this I, game. I, <laughs> like, I, I think the only other game that has bombed more is Fallout 76. <laughs> Man, don't, don't, no, no. Mass Effect Andromeda, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, no. I seem to recall that. I think, that I think was a this is bomb. worse. <laughs> than, than, no, I think this is worse than Mass Effect Andromeda. Pe- pe- like, people weren't coming at Fallout 76 for character animations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are making but they memes come out, off of Fallout 76. They, they came out Fallout. Dude, Fallout 76 ruined the whole company. Nah, the Bethesda's still around. Fallout 76 made it to where Bethesda's still around. Fallout 76 made it to where Bethesda had to go on their E3 stage and personally apologize for the game, okay? Hey, at least they apologized. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good. What's your feeling on this situation, man, with both of these departures? Where are you at? Is, is Bioware in trouble as we know it? I would definitely say so. Na- namely because... Ever since Anthem came out, like they have been said, so they said they were restructuring how Dragon Age was going to be approached. They they kept saying that everything's changing because they've released two games now. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you say, oh yeah, it's always a Montreal team or not, it's two games under the Bioware name that have bombed in a row. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda, which came out two years ago, and then you have Anthem, which came out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now it's just, what what do you do? Right. Like it, it, things are definitely going to be restructuring there. I don't know what else to tell you about it. It's mm-hmm. just there's not much else to say. Right. So do do you think it's a situation? Let's let's break it down individually. With Anthem, you know, a lot of people have called out Bioware and said, "Look, you know, you guys are leaving this game for dead." A lot of the, the bigger higher ups have gone over to Dragon's Age for shout out to Slow Mo, yeah, who's literally yeah. just saying what I'm about to say. Mark Darrow, who took over for Ben Irvin on Anthem, got the game release, is still in charge of Dragon Age Four, and Mark Darrow was involved in all the previous Dragon Age games. So a lot of them have moved on to Dragon's Age in Anthem's case, right? But Ben Irvin was there and then they um the, I guess the live team. So with him moving off of Anthem, let's start with Anthem first. Do you think Anthem this is kinda like a death knell for them that they're moving away from supporting it? I am not sure about it, what it means for Anthem necessarily. Right. I mean, because it's a producer. Right. Um, but I, for other, for future games, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a big sign. Okay. And then with Dragon's Age specifically, you know, again, another producer, are you not as concerned because, you know, there's still... Oh, I'm more concerned. I'm really? more concerned. Oh, okay. Okay. Break it down. Because with Dragon's Age, that game, there's so much uncertainty about that. Mm-hmm. About whether or not it, what it's going to even look like mm-hmm. is the biggest concern. Like, people talked about how, um, oh, Dragon Age Inquisition came out and that was good, but it did not sell well. Like, it was one game of the year. It was kind of That, that was more of a capitulation. Yeah, we got to look at the numbers. It, I, th- I thought it did well. I'm not sure. I, I thought it did well. Because I, I remember before the Game of the Year uh, announcement, mm-hmm. before that, they were announcing it was terrible sales. Hmm. I remember before, because I remember we were doing it, we were in a party chat right that? before the event with mm-hmm. all with everyone but Sav. Mm-hmm. We were Who talking about that. that. Hmm. Uh, was it? What was it? It was a. I think article. that Fallout 76 done, done something to your brain. This was man. years ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. Well, they mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, I remember yeah, the article. Have, I remember an article get came out. On. We got to get them numbers, they say, man. I, mean, I remember an article came nerd. out back well. then, and it said they said it was performing well under expectations. Mm-hmm. 
Where, what, that's because of EA. Like well, it could be EA. You know how EA is, though. As far as yeah, yeah. Like, EA's like, like, like Anthem is number like, Anthem is number four in MPD from year to date, and they like, oh, is it, it, it beat expectations. All right. So there was there was a t- uh, an earnings call in 2015 that said that Inquisition was the most successful launch in BioWare's history. Right. Right. Okay. Now the funny thing is that when they talk about the numbers. They they pulled the Microsoft and they started changing how they address this stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about sales numbers. They talked about number of hours spent in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they said oh, they, started, oh, they went hours. the engagement route. They the engagement, engagement route. Yeah. They how they many how numbers. many inquisitors questioned? Exactly. <laughs> how many questions were asked? How many questions? Shout out to Philly Eagle with the $5 Super Chat. Since I always come through as probably the biggest Bioware supporter, I concede, wow, that Bioware's in trouble. If they don't overhaul, they are the way. Hold on, we got to stop because shout out to my man Philly Eagle. He is the biggest Anthem fan. He's the biggest Bio. For him to say this? Gotta Look, respect. man, you wanted something. All I know is from day one, I was That's saying good, it's not looking good over there in Bioware, in, in Anthem right, land. And when Anthem came out, People attacked me mm-hmm. hardcore, mm-hmm. but now ain't none of you playing Anthem. Mm. But you know what? I, I mean, because I'm playing Fallout 76. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> See, this so is why we don't bring Anthem back. <laughs> Damn it, Everything goes back to Fallout. Everything you always got to bring Fallout in here. <laughs> well, I mean, to Philly's point, and that goes into what, what I was going to say about this. Mm-hmm. If they don't overhaul, they're done. And I think yeah. as spooky as this looks, the fact that Cataclysm dropped, didn't do well, wait, wait, creative wait, director wait, walks away. Right. Shout out to... Some people think it's all right. Some people think that for how long they had to wait for it, it wasn't yeah, enough. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so it's it's up in the air. Some people like it, some people don't. As long as they're getting content, I guess some people will be happy. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that they looked at Dragon Age, whatever Dragon Age was turning into, and they decided to there was a move made now mm-hmm. as it's spooky because that tells you that this is Bioware's last shot. Mm. What I do like about it is that they did it early. Yeah. You know, because the game, that game's a next-gen game. Yeah. Regardless of what, that game is a, a 2022 game, probably. Yeah. Uh, Look, so, man, let, me, let, me, let me jump in. So I, I, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you. Let's not finish. No, no, I said, I just think, I think I'm glad they did it early. It's spooky that they, they, that they needed to address that this early because it means that it really is sort of their last hurrah. Like, if they don't yeah. get this right. Yeah, listen, man. I wish King was here because it's a song. It's a DMX song. <laughs> Remember that song you made? The way he goes, "Here we go again." Uh huh. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> like it's just, man. You know what I'm saying? Like this is sad for me, bro, because it's like Bioware, man. This is Bioware, man. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a beloved studio. I don't think you can keep but, saying but that over and how, over again. These this days. is how things are going. Like it is. The people you latched onto when know. you were younger, people change. People people become has-beens. Oh no, you don't stop. They, they, you they, don't they, stop. They, they, they <laughs> I don't I don't like being on the left side of the ship with Anchorman, but I gotta sit over there oh, with them right now. See, okay? y'all young like, boys, y'all like, we got two me. games back to back. Sometimes <laughs> the magic is lost. Listen, <laughs> man. We're not going to We got people that 15 years since your last game of We got people, we got people that can't even make an 80s Metacritic game now. We got a Microsoft studio that deserves to be a Microsoft right now. Listen, man. We ain't going to do it. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. All right? In my opinion, you know what I'm saying? It could be just a situation where 
it's just not the same people anymore. People move on. Studios change. You know what I'm saying? In, in Bioware's case, it's just like, it's, it's sad because we know what they were. They were the top three, you know, of everybody's development list, you know, Mass Effect, the Dragon Age series, everything. It is kind of crazy out, how it went gold. down. Like, they were them dudes, right? So, I guess, you know, again, another part of it is what I'm hearing with, with Anthem specifically. You know, shout out to Paul Tassi, me and Bonds, we had him on the last word. Please check that out this last one. Even if you don't like Destiny, please check it out. It was a fantastic episode. But um, he mentioned how, like, the Cataclysm is so good. Low-key, he's saying Anthem is better than Vision 2 right now. And that's one of his hottest takes right now that a lot of people, are, some people are actually riding with him. A lot of Anthem fans, shout out to Kai Botsu, people saying, yo, it's really good. So the question with, with Irving, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to try to act like he was a saint now in all the decisions because he made some RNG decisions that pissed the community off on some levels and things like that. But, you know, in terms of, of BioWare, it's just I am very concerned. I'm very concerned. You know what I'm saying? We got to see where this thing's going to go with Dragon's Age. Like, like Sov said, everything's riding on Dragon's yeah. Age. Everything. You know what I... Like, put it this way. If Dragon Age flopped, that will be Mass Effect Andromeda, Anthem. Now, Anthem, yes, MPD is up there, but as far as engagement, we know it ain't where it was. You know what I'm saying? They might see that as a W just because of the sales, but I don't right. think... I don't think EA sees the game no, as oh, those w. those games are those games are not built on their initial sales. They right. are built on the returning right. base of people Facts. playing it and buying microtransactions. You know what? I'm at it. Go ahead. No, just go ahead and finish your statement. No, I, I agree with Anchor because I was just saying like, even though we look at it and we say, "Yo, Anthem number four NPD, right for all for 2019." EA's had other expectations for where this thing was supposed to be. They are not expecting this play account to be where it is. They're expecting this thing to continue to go. So my thing is, you know, I just want Dragon Age needs to win, bro. And, like, and the thing I about it is, bro. It, but it, 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 about it is that, that Anthem's win is based on, like, like, like Anka said, mm -hmm. and this is the game that that's focused on, mm -hmm. like, it's the combat raid, whatever that stuff. That stuff needs to be there for that that community to stay there. Right. What oh, I get that. for me, for me, if, if, if and I think in general for a Bioware fan, mm -hmm. if that story stuff is not where it needs, it needs to, to be, be. For Dragon, yeah. because that's the I, essence, yeah, that's the essence, that's what people go to Bioware for, right? The dialogue, the, the right. choices, the and story. that, and that's why Anthem also struggled because people thought they were going to get classic Bioware in a Destiny format, right? Format. And then yep. we got limited choices. We didn't really get that kind of engagement. So Dragon's Age is like the last hurrah. But I will say this: like, if Dragon's Age flop, bro, I think EA. <laughs> They you know, are they gonna snap them out of existence, bro. I, I kind of think that there's an entity that's going on that no one's really thinking about. Talking Bethesda. I, <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> bring them into the fold. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need a variable to happen to show that you're doing things wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously they've had countless failures over and over again. I do think EA had a lot to do with a lot of these breaching. Mm -hmm. Now, I think Bioware is responsible too. Yeah. people always try to blame the publisher when it's sometimes it's the developer just as much mm -hmm. uh but i think a lot of it has to do with with uh, not necessarily how bioware's ran as a company but the direction that ea makes them run as a company right so i think that people aren't really like they're starting to give respawn 
more you know creative control. Mm-hmm. Maybe if mm-hmm. if the last what uh, the last Jedi, what is it called? Um, Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. Maybe if that comes out and it's a it's like a crazy hit, makes all kinds of money. Maybe that was seems like okay, you know. We got multiplayer games that we can make money off of, but these people like Bioware, your response, we got to let them do what they want to do. But, you know, Bioware in all, if it wasn't Bioware, it would have been shut down two games ago. Mm. Uh, But because they have so much clout because of what they've done in the past, they're able to make another game. There's very few publishers that let them make a third (laughs) game, okay? like It would have been like a lot of publishers would have, Microsoft would have shut them down over Mass Effect. Mm. <laughs> Sony would have shut them down over Anthem. Like, EA, I feel like EA, they know that they can do something. Like, maybe, I don't think they, I don't think Dragon Age flops. Mm. Like, they have a good oh, formula so. there. Unless they do something crazy different. I, I, I don't, I don't think that can flop. Like, mm. you know, in Dragon Age, they haven't really made a bad Dragon Age game. Yeah, the the people, you know, people well, didn't they, really they, like they, a lot they, of the yeah. directions. Hold on one sec, Sob. Didn't we hear uh, Sob Angler? Remember we turned early Dragon Age talk about Destiny with dragons. Didn't we hear some creative vision for the new anchor that they're trying to include other features that really weren't part of it? I, I think people were fearful of that after it felt like they were all in on the anthem type of game, and they had to come out and sort of reiterate, be like, "No, it's a it's a Dragon Age game." So they had to say, like, there aren't going to be loot boxes in this thing. Right, there right. Aren't. It's going to be an art. So they had to come out and just sort of mm-hmm. defend what a Dragon Age game is just so people w- wouldn't, uh, you know, discard, discount the game right from the jump once mm-hmm. they announced it. Mm-hmm. So and, I, that's what they did. And Slowmo said, if I'm Bioware, I'm looking at EA's different treatment of Respawn and be like, why TF are they mm-hmm. being treated different? Apex mm-hmm. Legends using the Titanfall engine and... Fallen Order oh, is using Unreal. Well, yeah, I, mean, uh, I think that Respawn went in there, and when they were getting bargaining with their company, they yeah. had a lot more to go well, yeah, off of than, than Bioware I does. I feel when, that when you come in off of two failed games, you can't really negotiate. Yeah, I, and, that, and that's the thing, though, because you you look at the development of Andromeda, right? Andromeda, regardless of you know EA's meddling, whatever whatever was going on in terms internally in terms of the the studio that made that game not be great mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is that they still it, they were still making mm-hmm. a mass effect game they still had the choices it just the game wasn't nearly as good as the three, as previous, the three games. previous and that engine though that that engine right that the engine busted it up, but, but they were allowed to make a mass effect game it right wasn't like they tried to change that formula no, no true but but to to addict's point is that respawn i feel had a little bit more capital coming in with the titanfall franchise right yep and called and it had the critical they, success of two games, exactly. I mean, let's that be ones real one, here. One like, critical success. I think and then Apex. <laughs> right. I think Respawn probably. I don't know, you know, the individual people, but I think they communicate with EA better. Mm-hmm. I think they, uh, for the most part, it looks like. I don't know, like obviously, I'm not behind closed doors, but to right. me, it seems like because because Respawn gets what they want. Maybe it's just you know, it really is a Bioware issue. Maybe e, mm, maybe yeah. Respawn just knows how to how to sh- present their project better to make also, EA want it. Also, like, in rem- defense of Jason Schreier, when they someone remember they, somebody was snitching at Bioware, saying right. what was going on and how flying was so last minute. People meetings were like it was a mess yes. with Bioware. Like it wasn't EA as far as the, when they they broke down Anthem's development. 
I was shocked to see how many poor decisions and how many lack of planning and very laissez-faire, very lax, oh, we'll get to it and no no resolution at the end of meetings. It was really spooky I, coming from Bioware. And, and then I'll give it to you real quick. Philly Eagle files Super Chat. If No Man's Sky can come back, any game can come back. But That is true. That's that is facts. That is but, true. You know, mm-hmm. I think if Respawn, you know, I know we're going away from Bioware for, yeah. for a brief second. Mm-hmm. I think if Respawn makes this game, they're they're not only one of EA's best studio if they're best studio I think they're one of the best developers in the industry right now like mm-hmm. like Bioware went from probably one of the goats like one of the top ever to like to like I know Cognito's gonna really hate oh, this analogy we he went to like an Anderson Silva like <laughs> <laughs> like like you know he's still good. No, I would say Anderson. Uh, I would say uh, the comparison on UFC, Anderson Silva is still better than Bioware is before they were. <laughs> like, like, cause, cause, like Bioware, just they're just not making good games anymore. Yeah, like, you cool. know, you could blame EA. You could blame. I think the the core example. I think where it needs to be looked at is the head of Bioware. They're the ones dropping the ball. I think EA's influences have something to do with it, but I would say it's like eighty twenty. 80% Bioware's fault, 20% EA's fault. I think it's a lot of EA's fault for not mandating and making sure Bioware's management's doing stuff they need to be doing. Like, yeah, it's tough, man. It's a, it's a tough scenario, man. Wow. Just, you know, the news keeps piling on. We got to move on because we got like, a couple more topics. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, soft. Oh, hold on real quick. <laughs> well, last one on this. This is funny. Slovo, he said, and the dude who was running that... BS show on what you call the anthem is now going over to Dragon's Age, meeting Ben Irvin. Wow, really slow. That's what we doing slow. He said, "I'm just saying, Ben Irvin is leaving is an addition by subtraction." <laughs> wow. Moving on, <laughs> Lord Saul. There is a lot of talk in these streets about Microsoft. Well, are they going third party? What's going on, man? What's happening? So, um, yeah, so uh, recently, uh, head of um, Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty, Booty. had an interview, Booty Time. Mm. Uh, he, uh, he had an interview. Well, we don't have to go down like this. You know that, right? Did, like, did, you don't have to emphasize Booty every time you <laughs> say did, it. Did, like, did, Phil, did Phil give him the Booty call at 2 a.m.? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. So, my bad. Yeah, Ben Ever left Bioware. He's not on Dragon's Day. You correct, sir. I am correct. You are correct. Continue. <laughs> so Matt Booty had an interview with uh, Game Informer magazine mm-hmm. where they talked about, uh, you know, what's coming up in terms of Game Pass, the future of, of, of Scarlet. They talked a little bit about uh, Halo Infinite and, you know, just basically c- kind of gave a little bit of a roadmap of what's going to go on with the Xbox uh, platform mm-hmm. and ecosystem. So one thing that came up that uh, had you know, Twitter and the Internet uh, <laughs> given the side eye is when they spoke about. Uh, specific games that are appearing on other platforms. Uh, they spoke about Cuphead on Switch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Minecraft, obviously. And they talked about how you know Microsoft's new new sort of vision for the future, where you know, uh, not that they're going to be platform agnostic, but they're more willing to see their 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 ecosystem is just that an ecosystem, not necessarily tied one hundred percent to a specific platform. Mm-hmm. So they asked, what other games could you expect? Or if any, to see uh, from Microsoft, from Xbox Studios on other platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, this started the conversation that Microsoft is opening up to having all of their games on other platforms, and that this is the beginnings of them trying to slip in talk of 
essentially not caring about platform and maybe having mm. their franchises on PlayStation, on Nintendo, on PC. Um, and obviously there was a lot of heated discussion around this. So I mm. want to know what you guys think about this. Um, he spoke about like I said, he spoke about Cuphead. He spoke about Minecraft and how that was, you know, that was a no-brainer because that was already on other platforms and it just makes sense for what they wanted to do with Minecraft. They didn't want to remove anybody's ability to play that game. Um, and But again, they're they're doing it with Minecraft Dungeons, which they didn't have to do. Um, once again, it's going to be on every platform imaginable. Um, and it, so he, he sort of left the door open for anything's possible, not necessarily our big tent pole games. Mm-hmm. When you talk about, you know, the, the, the Big Mac yeah. fries and the Coke, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's not happening, at least for now, mm-hmm. is the way he sort of phrased that. So what do you guys think about this? Is this fear-mongering? Is this them trying to start that conversation so we're not totally surprised in a couple of years when it happens? What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I, 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 go for it, man. I see you, Charlie. Then we get Aker. Are you someone's give me someone just walked in my room. Uh, oh, go ahead and uh, uh, sign up. <sighs> Are, a couple are, things. are Cut. people overreacting? Well, uh, a couple things to bring up. So, looking at Cuphead and Minecraft, mm-hmm. Cuphead, I don't. Yeah. They say it's a Microsoft game. I don't think that was part of the deal, mm-hmm. and I think they're just kind of they're trying to play that out as mm, best they can. They finesse it. Um, they're, they're trying to be like, oh yeah, we're orchestrating who's getting on what, but really the deal is just not allowed to go to PlayStation. <laughs> like, okay. it's just so they just let everybody else kind of fly. Okay. Uh, but Minecraft, that's a again another weird scenario because as as Saab already brought up, that thing already came out on PlayStation before Microsoft bought Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So they they were in a position where they couldn't really just drop support. Right. Yeah, looking really it looked like a, it looking right. like a dick right, right, right. or like that that is a situation uh other than that with their options i mean they're they you have to keep in mind what matt booty's job is yes let's go let's break it down. matt booty mm-hmm. his job is to sell the games right his job is not to sell the platform mm-hmm. that's not his job mm-hmm. talk about it and if you keep teasing people mm. that this could come, mm. it it, do, it makes sure you don't lock it out of your mind. Mm. And so, like, uh, for, for for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to something else. I'm not sure this is the best example, Go for but it. like um, when LeBron was looking at resigning, yes. uh, whether or not he was gonna stay with the Cavs or go to LA or wherever else, mm-hmm. he never said I'm not going to this place. Right. He never said that. Right. But as soon as it was it was heard that he was up for discussion, mm-hmm. everybody wanted him. Right. And so, but the thing is, also fans who hated LeBron mm-hmm. because he was not on their team suddenly were like, "Oh wait, <laughs> can LeBron come here? Can he come to the Pelicans? <laughs> can he come to the Clippers?" <laughs> and everybody suddenly wants him because of that. It's the same mindset when it comes to the games too. If you tease them and don't say it's never coming out here, because that, that's one of the problems that happens when you have like Sony games or Nintendo games or stuff like that, where people know it's never coming right. to their platform of choice or whatever else, they say. F that game. Right. I'm not paying attention. It's trash. It's in the bushes. Never thinking about it again. Mm-hmm. But if you tease them, mm-hmm. and you're like, it, it could come. It could come. Maybe sometime. Okay. But let me ask. <laughs> let me ask you this, anchor. And this is the the point of contention on social media. The fact that the mission statement was initially 
Xbox doesn't have games. We have to address this. We're getting these studios, right? That was the mission statement to address the Achilles heel in the room, so to speak. So now that they have these studios, right, when you hear talk of, well, maybe these games can come out on other platforms, does that concern you? Because the talk from some is, well, what's the point of having these studios if you're just going to put them games on everybody else's platform? <laughs> Exactly, whether it be a AAA studio mm -hmm. or not, like right. It, now, why what, not? What why say not? you anchor to that? I to Let me, me anchor on this. I want anchor first. I want anchor first. To me, mm -hmm. I don't care because I'm not. I'm not into that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I don't care. Right. I'm, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. So you, to you, it's a non-issue. Then it's a non-issue for to, you. To me, I don't care. No. Okay. But again. People have to look at it from a business perspective. Mm. If you burn your bridges, mm. you're done. <laughs> mm. you, people don't care anymore. Mm. This is this is why these changes and these studio changes suddenly mean something. Mm -hmm. Like Tim Schafer being bought <laughs> for Microsoft when he had been talking so much shit <laughs> over, over, ever since the beginning of this generation. Uh. He'd been talking so much junk. Mm -hmm. To see, oh wait, never mind. The money's here. Never mind. <laughs> so, question about that because that's that's one thing that we never really got clarity on. Mm -hmm. Is Psychonauts two officially just a, a Microsoft exclusive, or is that no? Going no, it's it's the Psychonauts two is still coming out to every platform because it was already promised everywhere. Okay. Just future stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that, that's a that's a thing because they remember they showed Psych they announced Psychonauts two on Sony stage. Mm -hmm. They're not pulling that back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I think. Okay, okay. Let's get out of here. Ready. He's chomping. He's chomping. Let's go. I think that they are trying to do what they did with the uh, with Xbox Live and going to the digital era where everyone's online. Like they're trying to anticipate a market that might be there, might not necessarily be there. Now, you know, if you went before Xbox Live blew up and forced Sony to really adapt to an online community, you went before all that happened. And said, yo, everyone's going to be playing in parties. You're going to be playing Call of Duty. Would you have Would you have thought that? No. Uh, I mean, do, do I think this is a mistake? I think they're investing too much into this that might not necessarily happen. Because mm -hmm. uh, what, what they want is they think streaming, they want to anticipate the streaming market. That's what they're doing. Like, mm -hmm. they're trying to get themselves to where it's all about an app and not a console. Uh, I think that's going to happen, just not anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it's one of those things where it's like, I'm like a 50 50. Like, I mm -hmm. feel like they're, they're really risking a lot. Like, mm -hmm. this is one of those things where if this doesn't pill out, mm -hmm. they might sell the Xbox brand. Whoa, whoa. Like, because, I mean, really they awesome. are. They, they, they're putting a lot, they're putting a lot behind this. Like, mm -hmm. they are. Like, mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, I don't think it is because I think Game Pass is going to help them tremendously. You know, right. Game Pass, I think, eventually is going to be turned in to that Xbox app. Mm -hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like if they tr it's like 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, people thought that was the wrong direction when it ended up happening. We have yeah, all these online direction. connected games. Mm -hmm. It literally what they ha said happened happened five years let later. Me, let me ask you this, Attic. You make you you got me thinking. What about the counterpoint, which is? PlayStation does not operate this way. PlayStation, when they have, when Sony has their exclusive, there's never an executive coming out and saying, well, at some point, you know, we may consider 
you know, Death Stranding or another platform, or we may consider God of War, if it makes sense. Like, we don't hear the other thing. Now, what is your answer to their way of thinking and handling the video games business and exclusivity as opposed to Microsoft? Or is it just something that you just I think, think that Sony, their business is so riding on the game industry, that's why? I think that's what it is. is. I okay. think that uh, they, they have that... Uh, one mindset right now. I mean, I know their movie division's mm-hmm. doing good, but like besides that, is Sony really bringing revenue bes- with any other division besides the, the gaming division? Like, so Microsoft's got their hands in so many cookie jars, and mm-hmm. you know, some they throw the cookie away, like the mobile vis- yeah. division. Right. I think, like, I, I think they, Sony's perceived strength comes from them being the antithesis to Microsoft, like, right. The, them being the opposite of what Microsoft is doing. Right. The thing I'm looking at is I'm saying, mm-hmm. if you want an idea of what I'm talking about, where if you burn your bridges, you turn people off from ever being customers to you, mm-hmm. go look at the worst people in our community. Mm-hmm. If you go look at the worst Xbox people, mm-hmm. they say, screw every Sony game. Right. Because they know it's not coming. Right. They can't be excited for it. Right. Because right. they know they're never going to get to play it, mm-hmm. so their mind mentally shuts that shuts it off. Says mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. But so whenever situations do happen where a PlayStation game that was thought to be exclusive does come to Xbox or something else, mm-hmm. they don't buy it. Mm-hmm. They don't want it because <laughs> yeah. they're done. They're mentally they're mentally turned off. Perfect example: The Witness mm-hmm. by Jonathan Blow. <laughs> he he came out beginning of the generation, talked a bunch of crap. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, then Witness comes to Xbox three years later. Um, no one wants it <laughs> no one, because you turn people off from it. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, look at the worst Sony people. Anytime there's a new game that comes out for PlayStation, they rub it in their face. The Xbox guys, you're never going to be to play this. But when a new game comes out to Xbox, they want. Right. Then the question becomes, when's it coming to PlayStation? Right. <laughs> when well, do I, I think, get to play? I, I get that. Angle, <laughs> I think I, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Microsoft they they're anticipating. You know, they when it comes to these multi-billion-dollar corporations, like they're not looking at the now. Like they're looking at like ten years from now. That's one of the reasons that I, I think that the Xbox brand is where it is, is because there was a time. Mm-hmm. Where they didn't know what they were doing with Xbox, right. they didn't know what to invest in. They didn't know where to do it. And and Phil Spencer put mm-hmm. Game Pass in the scenario. I don't know who started that. I don't know who gave the idea. Mm-hmm. But I think they're like, all right, now we know what we want with with the Xbox brand. We right. want to revolve it around Game Pass. Right. And I think that well, I think that, Game Pass solely yeah. saved the entire brand. Well, I mean, the the you're making a good point from the sense addict that um that was the pitch to Sacha from Phil, right? Because we know, I'm not going to try to disrespect Sacha, but it's like video games is not his forte. They were, during the Terry Myerson thing, they were still floundering as far as how much the Xbox brand means to the overall picture, right? Phil gets the position and then is selling them also on the game classes, services, and stuff like that. And basically, I want to shout out the Xbox too because they had a good discussion on this recently. Basically, Phil's pitch was, are we in on video games or are we not? If we're in on video games, we got to go all in on video games. Mm-hmm. Thus, he got the promotion, and thus we're seeing what's happening now with the commitment to the studios and more of a serious push. But prior to that, it was not. They were still, you know, so so Sacha's whole thing is he speaks, he's got to speak to the state. Let me get into my point. He's got to speak to the, to the stockholders, right? He's got to speak to the share. Like, is it valuable for them to consider 
Microsoft Xbox, you know, investing on that level. So Phil kind of has this this tough line he has to to walk. My thing is this: when I hear Booty's comments, right, I'm with Sov. I listen to what someone's telling me. <laughs> when someone's telling me, well, it may be, it depends, it's a case by case. You know, that's how I'm looking at it. I, I think they are looking at it not like the typical acquisition thing where when you acquire a studio it's yours it's only on your platform that's it they're looking at it like yo if it makes sense like a cuphead or whatever it look be good be good on switch and minecraft it's so big you see it's on sony's platform i believe it was like number two number three on mpd for sony just recently you know what i'm saying so yeah. they're going to do it you know what i'm saying so yeah. my thing is i think mentally if you're a hardcore xbox guy you better prepare yourself. I just... That's just what I... I, I they, to me, they are telling us what could happen. Now, again, this is the question, and this is what I'm going to bring to Addict and Anchor. Games like a Hellblade 2. Remember, Hellblade started initially Sony, right? Yep. Boom. Now we know eventually it will come. Those games, to me, are candidates for this strategy. Well, we might, we don't want to, you know, we could make some more money, you know, with it being over there, the, the, the PlayStation base. Same thing with Outer Wilds. Obsidian, our yep. worlds, excuse me, Obsidian already announced the Switch version, right? right. PlayStation's getting it, but we knew that was before the deal. So a lot of Xbox guys let that slide. Yo, that's before the deal, right? But again, if it blows up on those platforms, you meaning to tell me that Microsoft is going to say, Ah, no, let's keep it exclusive. <laughs> you know, it's like I Prepare said. Prepare yourself. I'm just telling that's you. That's one of the things that, you know, I keep telling people. Mm -hmm. It's like, look, like, that's why I said that they're, they're you know, they're, they're putting a lot of, what's what I'm looking for, faith into this strategy. Right. Because if it doesn't work out, they devalue their brand. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, now it's not Xbox got these games. Now it's you can play it everywhere. Why right. do I need a console? And then before you know it, because of the direction they went, mm -hmm. and if it didn't work out, then you know before you know it, they're getting out of the console business because mm -hmm. they devalued the console so much that no one wants to buy it. But here's you the can thing, buy most of their me, games me, on the Switch. You can buy their this. games on let the PC. I feel you. But if they are continuing to be financially, this is a great strategy for them financially. They're making revenue. Well, that, that, that's, that's a completely different this? scenario. I said if it doesn't work. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. So you're saying if it don't work, then people gonna say and then how do we know that we get to the point where you know they start branching because mm -hmm. I think Sony's the last pillar. Mm -hmm. I think I don't. I, I think Microsoft is very capable of putting their stuff on Sony's platform. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of variables behind that. I don't think Microsoft's ready to have that conversation entirely with everything. Maybe stuff like uh, you know Cuphead stuff like that. Which you know Cuphead. I don't, it's kind of weird. It's not on there already, but it's on the mm -hmm. Switch. That's just, that's completely different. Uh, yeah, that that deal is probably anybody but, I, but Sony. I think I think you know <laughs> it's very possible that it could happen. And I think once you start seeing Microsoft games happen on the console on the on the PlayStation, how do we know that they start making revenue everywhere else but the Xbox console, and then they they literally become a third party yeah. and they pull out of the console business? Like it's very possible. The like thing is, talk about the down thing the road. is at this point, right uh, down the road, this is the thing, right? If you look at the studio acquisitions and what they put together, right, the mm -hmm. only studios that seem like they're big AAA or quadruple A studios are the Initiative, right. 
and the second studio coming out of uh, Take Two or uh, Turn, uh, whatever the, the 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 Fable Studio, right? Yeah. I, think Obsidian, I think Obsidian's one. I think Obsidian's no. a triple A studio. No, not saying they triple made, A. He's talking about no, I'm just thinking about the games, that, particularly the games that are coming out. What, what they're looking to make, right? So if let's say they assume that the, the the ones that we're looking at that seem like they're big studios in line with the three four three, in line with the Coalition stuff like that, you would say is the initiative mm-hmm. and. And the Fable Studio that 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 um, playground, the playground exactly, mm-hmm. playground putting together. Mm-hmm. Other than that, right? Everyone else, we don't know what's coming down the pipeline, right. but it's been assumed by based on what they've made before. Mm-hmm. These aren't the hugest games. Right. So looking at what he's saying, the games that he's saying could possibly be on other platforms mm-hmm. would make you think that the majority of their portfolio mm-hmm. is open to that strategy, apart right. from whatever they consider to be pillars mm-hmm. and he mentioned forza he more mentioned halo he mentioned gears mm-hmm. and the only other two you could maybe add to that would be those two that i mentioned those two big ones right beyond that i it what bothers me a little bit is just it doesn't feel like everything that they've acquired till now mm-hmm. they're not considering them pillar titles mm. they're not considering them pillar studios mm-hmm. right kind of like these uh these, well, uh, I, I don't think they can really consider anything mm-hmm. a pillar until they show product. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, once if if you start building, because they if they didn't just buy the studio, they they've actually put money into the studio on top of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we, we, I think before they go out and they really start bragging about these studios or having mm-hmm. any kind of wording on them, like mm-hmm. they got to show us some kind of quality. Like right. Obsidian, I, I think a lot of people don't really look at. Uh, you know, they're like Outer Worlds, this Outer Worlds, that's it. It's a multi-plot. At the end of the day, Outer Worlds still shows the result of kind of quality that we can expect from Obsidian. And they said specifically to Outer Worlds, they said that we could see it as being fully exclusive moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that, that's all dependent on how well Outer Worlds does. Right. Let me ask you but, this. I want to oh, go ahead, get in, and then I'll, I'll right. ask a question. Uh, I'll, I'll say, like, if you guys pay attention to the film industry, mm-hmm. you, you would know that in terms of how a lot of the stuff is budgeted mm-hmm. and approach models are ve- very similar to how the video game industry is nowadays. Right. Uh, but it's a there's a mark of everything that keeps moving. So there's a concept of like a tentpole movie that mm-hmm. comes out during the summer, like a big blockbuster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that the movie industry has moved away from that. Right. Instead of just having one movie that makes or breaks your studio. Right. <laughs> you have multiple bigger movies that can survive. Like, for example, use Disney as an example. Right. If when Dumbo came out and failed mm-hmm. comparatively, Lion King, Avengers, <laughs> Endgame, <laughs> and everything right. else was there to pick up the slack. The idea is that you can survive if one if one thing bombs. Bomb. No, I get the Agre- strategy. I get it. My question. And I mean, in, in terms of video games, it's the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if you have one game. And that game bombs. Right. You're not out of business. Right. No, feel me. It, it's a risky business. You're making valid points. You're on fire. I guess my point is what No Russian is saying. Shout out to No Russian and Philly Eagle. They battling in the chat right now. It's lit. He's saying that, you know, because that Xbox, like, that he feels that the gaming device is being devalued. Like, what made us invest in the Xbox in the first place? If they're going to approach a strategy of, Hey, these game studios that we bought, not saying every game, like Sauv is saying, like, you know, but not not Sauv is saying that, but Sauv is making a point that they're trying to say that, you know, the, the, the Big Mac, Lord Fry, Shake, Halo, Forza, Gears, that probably most likely is not. 
But if these new studios that people were genuinely excited about, right? People were very excited, like, yo, Xbox is going to have some exclusive. This is going to be on their platform. People are saying, what do you say to the people are saying, yo, that is now being devalued. What is the purpose of owning the Xbox platform? You know what I'm saying? Game if Pass. That's the case. Mm, mm. <laughs> that that will be i don't even the think game pass is such a major part for them mm-hmm. like they, their positioning and everything has pushed game pass to the point right. where that is a seller in and of itself for, for right. example my girlfriend mm-hmm. has been going back and forth about mm-hmm. what what platform she wants to get because she mm-hmm. wants to get one out of their cheap yeah and what she wants to play is she wants to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Uh, she wants to play Persona 5. All right. But she hasn't got the money for it mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, well, I mean, they got Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And she asks, what's Game Pass? So we go through this whole thing. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, you pay 10 bucks a month or you just pay 15 and you get it on PC and you get on Xbox and you can get it play online. You play all those games. You can buy Kingdom Hearts 3 and you're done. But you get a ton of other games you weren't really necessarily interested in or mm-hmm. couldn't afford mm-hmm. included. Right. And we so went the through the value, list of some of those games value, on there. Right. And that, that value alone sells mm-hmm. the console. Right. So so is this a thing where, let me say, let me, I'm going to talk a little slanderous right now. All the hardcore guys... Are they are they going to be extinct on their their not their their way of thinking? Is it an antiquated way of thinking to be upset at Microsoft for doing putting these Xbox Game Studio quote unquote supposedly exclusive on other platforms? Oh, Anybody? everybody is Ooh, Xbox, think, PlayStation. Every single one of these people who are still stuck in this mindset of exclusives and platform sales in the next ten like five years, maybe mm-hmm. they're gone. Mm. <laughs> they're not going to be able to make that argument mm. anymore. So is Saul's point right? Where are they setting us up for how inadequate they say for the next Pe- generation of how this people, is going to be? People forget the first person out there talking about the future of the gen after this, mm-hmm. of, the, of the ninth gen, mm-hmm. the first person out there talking about putting games and other stuff on, con- on platforms mm-hmm. was not Phil Spencer. Mm. It was Shuhei Yoshida. Woo! 2013, there was an article that came out. It was about a month before the next the PlayStation 4 dropped. <laughs> the, I, I remember it distinctly because I was back at UNC Asheville walking back uh-huh. and reading the article. <laughs> and they're talking about, like, I see, I had to see the future of PlayStation being mm-hmm. like an app mm-hmm. where you have all your games and you just play it wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. You already you already own the Xbox. We're, we're not going to pay attention to this. Right. <laughs> people move on i feel you shout out to jd gamer with the five dollar super chat i think the pillars studios are 343 coalition turn 10 playground studios i don't know what one and two is but um obsidian or maybe he's talking about um, the fable, the yeah, yeah um obsidian ninja theory and he mentioned uh state of the case or so undead labs and, and you AOE. know I, I want to point out that Microsoft loves changing their mind. For all I know, yep. Outer Worlds comes out. It's like an 86, 87, sells millions of copies. And then before you know it, they're like, okay, you know, maybe our fans are right. Maybe games can sell consoles. Well, yeah. let's go back to the drawing board. Maybe we could do this console stuff still. Like, mm. like, it's hard to tell. Like, literally, the Microsoft we're talking about right now, between now and next year, could change in an instant. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Brat starting trouble. <laughs> Brat with the ten dollars suit. Game Pass is the entry into becoming the Netflix of gaming. I ain't mad at Microsoft when Nintendo laps you and Sony Sony kicks your teeth in. It's time to try something. That, ooh, 
So they said, this is defeatist attitude, Pratt? That's what we say? That's what we doing? <laughs> Look, man, all I know is, like I said, to my point, you know, I feel for Phil in the sense that he's got a tough, he's got a tough sell because he's got a piece to the heart. Most companies would have sold the brand that happened in 2013. It's a miracle Xbox is even around because <laughs> that, that wasn't just a small hit to the company that, that was like Fallout 76 hit to Bethesda level. Right. Like, <laughs> like it was a, big. It's a tough one. Yeah, they they, they are trying to re- rebound from one of the worst starts to a generation ever. I think it might be the worst. Start it might to be. I mean, ever. social media they they got destroyed. The messaging was bad. You know, here's how you trade, use games. You know, we all know it was a disaster. So them getting off to a good start is key. But in all, and also, it seems like the strategy has changed. It seems like. The game pass and services, again, based on what we've been hearing, right, is the pitch to Sacha to say, look, this is how much revenue, this is what we can do. This is we are beneficial. We are profitable. And it has shown short term to be working. We are seeing developers, you know, we'll have devs on soon or more on LP that are saying like, yo, game pass is a huge success. That what's that game? Anchorman Descenders? The sales quadrupled just because it was in Game Pass and it was that front. Yep. The question becomes with gamers, and I, I, I challenge the chat, if Microsoft is successful doing this, right, but it means at the expense of, you know, holding on to the exclusive mantle, does that affect you with the Xbox brand? That's the internal question I think as a gamer people have to see what's important to them. Because if it is, then you may say, hey, I don't need Xbox, right? I can go to PlayStation, I can go to Switch, I can go all these other places and I can get my, get them their games, I don't need them all. To Anchorman's point, like he said with his girl, like, yo, this is great value and I can stream, I can do this, I can do all these things and I can have a box if I want. So it is interesting, man. But um, yeah, Shizno Elite, I'm sorry, brother. Yes, it is profitable that we've got MPD stats, Matt Pitch can tell, I'll bring them back on the show. Um, we've had developers, countless developers, saying as far as Xbox Game Pass, again, short term, that it is extremely profitable for them. So that is fact, sir. I hate, I hate to say that. But anyway, that's all I got. So have you got anything else on this or um, Attic, anything else on this before we move on? No, nah, man. It's just really, real quick. Like, yeah. it's just that I don't really care. I don't care where their games are at, honestly. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love having a, a console and I love the fact they put, you know, time and effort into making a powerful console. I love that. Um, at the end of the day, though, if that's the industry is moving someplace else, I'm fine with it as long as the games come. Um, but I do think, you know, for the people that care about that stuff, right? Wow. And I don't agree with that point of view. But mm-hmm. if you do care about it and you hear this sort of stuff with them leaving the door open, mm-hmm. I can see how you could be bothered by that. Mm-hmm. Chat is on fire. Super chat's on fire. You need to get them super yeah. chats off. No doubt. Okay, so we have Philly Eagle with the $10 super chat. Thank you, brother. Uh, Bing Search Branding. Then search how branding works. If you're mad at Microsoft publishing their branded works, hold on, there's a lot of stuff coming through. It's coming through, man. <laughs> in other places, that's a you problem. Wow. Educate yourself, global branding is their goal, which is true. Which Absolutely. Is true. 100% which is true. true. And they've made it clear. They've made it clear. It's just, it's funny when they do say, maybe, maybe not, who knows. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always gotten on them for, for not being clear about stuff, all right? Mm-hmm. So big shout out now also to JD Gaming with the $2 Super Chat. Game Pass equals more Xbox platform exclusives to sell it. Mm, true. true. With the additional revenue coming in from Game Pass, obviously it gives them more leverage to put more money into more mm-hmm. studios making more games. 
Mm-hmm. So four games is always a plus. Right. I can't be mad at that ever. So no doubt. And Brat with the ten dollars super jet. All jokes aside, if Xbox can deliver first party AAA bangers outside of Halo and have those games on Game Pass, they could have a leg up on Sony next gen. That's gonna be the key, man. That that's gonna be the key. It it, it comes down to quality and the games because you can have this great stuff, but if they, they're not great games, right? They, they it's def- like I said, defeats the purpose. Like, Get at it. In five years, you know we'll. We could be talking about, you know, Microsoft set themselves up. Like, yeah, yeah. but in five years, we cannot be talking about Xbox at all. Yeah. Like, it just depends. Like, you know, they, they bought companies that, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen, like Compulsion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would put them on trying to have, like, a kind of a Bioshock feeling going on, game going on. But mm-hmm. we don't know what they can do because at the end of the day, when they bought them, they was an individual studio. Mm-hmm. And you can't really take those games and if you have those kind of games going into this gen mm-hmm. with Microsoft backing them, then you could say something. But right now, you can't take their past games and act like that's what they're going to be making for Microsoft because that's, mm-hmm. that's not the case. No, Some of the studios that they bought was on was on um, mm-hmm. crowdfunding. So, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Shout think- out to Dizzy. Outside of Halo, like Halo is <laughs> worth it. Value to the fan. <laughs> Disney's the, on fire game, the, thing, the thing that counters Addict's point there is that they specifically said, like, we're not trying to change these studios, right? Well, it's not that they're not trying to... I wasn't saying that. I was saying that what, regardless if these studios wanted to do these things and they did these games, mm-hmm. funding and stuff was definitely going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So you always... It, like, you can have the best talent in the world. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, that sounds cool. Right. But what can we realistically do with the bank account? <laughs> like, no and it gives them, Attic, you're on it, because it gives them that, that financial stability. It gives them creative control. You know what I'm saying? And it, well, hold on, shout out to the Ashton Lucas, Scumcast in the building, showing some love for my Lord. Much respect. JD Gamer, again, $5 super chat. Microsoft is doing the rope-a-dope and will come out swinging the next rope-a-dope. Gen. <laughs> Woo! It will be no holds hey, barred. Lord Con, you, you got to have to say rope-a-dope again, man. <laughs> Microsoft doing the rope-a-dope and will continue to come out swinging next gen. It will be a no-holds-barred AAA Game Pass live explosion of great gaming coming at Sony. Oh, get Attic. Oh, we got the ground again. We got Fonz in the building. Get that one, Attic. Okay, so we got the $5 Super Chat from the Grounded <laughs> Gamer. Uh, Microsoft couldn't complete this gen the okay. traditional way, so they took another route to yeah. try and make the most profit as possible. It's business, so... Uh, they had to make moves. You know what, the grounded gamer, you're on to something. <laughs> you might be on to something, brother. You might be on to something. But I mean, listen, if if it means this is how I look at gaming. You know, sometimes you gotta get beat up <laughs> before you, you do something and have to change up. Because clearly what Sometimes doing, you gotta you gotta be John Jones and you know, get get all kinds of stuff, get beat up, get thrown out and come back. Extra substances. We, <laughs> no, we didn't say we didn't bring that up. But we ain't talking about you, the illegal way. We talking about you got to step outside the line before you realize it, you need to be in the line. Take that type of podcast with the cocoa. <laughs> we in love with the cocoa in here. We ain't love the cocoa. But, but all jokes aside, like I love it. You know, to see the start of next generation, to see how if this strategy does pay off, if. You know, who knows? We don't know, right? We don't know. We could just talk about what we see now and what it seems appears to be. But the mindset is they're going moving forward. And it's going to be interesting to see if this approach does pay off and if they're competitive and, it, and, it, and it's crazy, man. So I can't and, wait, man. 
And I think Addict's onto something about those. Because like a lot, a lot, a lot of these people, at least the developer wise, is like, yeah, a lot of them were crowdfund guys. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Maybe, maybe that's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe these crowdfunded guys, who are maybe a little battered and broken, who who, who don't know what to do anymore. Mm. Maybe they need to be adopted. Ooh, uh, uh, so like uh, so pulled uh, up. Uh, Otherwise, you know, uh, maybe they could be charging uh, their own uh, Kickstarter supporters for the game they already funded. I played We Happy Few, and I gave that game like a 6 out of 10. But, you know, the world itself is fantastically built. I really like the story they tried to say. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was was crowdfunded. So, I mean, you know, if maybe if Microsoft was back in that game and... And We Happy Few is the first game they made. Right. We could have a completely different product, but we would never know something like that. Yeah, so, and, 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 and last point, because I know we'd be. Hey, go Shimu three. Yeah, shout out to Jamie. <laughs> oh, see, see, see I, I thought we was here, brother. I thought <laughs> JD Game with the two dollars super chat. No one can argue that Microsoft made big money this gen. All I'm gonna say is that again, to Addicts making a good point in the sense that a lot of these studios acquired. There's something to be said about having financial stability. It's something that's said to be having, being able to take chances with stuff that you wanted to, to do that you might not have had that security with Microsoft behind you. We're seeing with Bleeding Edge, with Ninja Theory, they're able to do another project, things like that. All we hope is that these games are quality and that they come out and they're successful on a platform. And at the end of the day, it's not mm-hmm. like they took the studio as is. They updated a lot of stuff. They brought new, they brought, they and hired they're talent outside of it. And they're in communication with each other, which is a first, which it, is what some, Sony does, which is what I like. They pull resources. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have a, a, a case of Death Stranding happening. Where there's no one over there to question Kojima. Kojima, that don't make sense. Oh my God. But, you know, maybe that's going to happen in these studios since they hired new people. You know, when something says something, you know, that makes no sense. You know what? You're right. Kojima don't got that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think Kojima has some cachet, though. Uh, even if he was, uh, we'll see. But anyway, that's what I got, man. Last time, me and, this will just be me and Saul. We'll fly through it because the king is not here who was with us. Shout out to Sonaldo and shout out to High who was at play. Oh, one last super chat. JD game on fire right now. You know Saul, what? Do I get this? L- Lord Carney, you know, go ahead and mod that dude. Like, that dude <laughs> is so supportive. Just yeah, really just mod him. Salute like, to JD. I'm pissed that we're t- just talking about Shenmue 3. If that game wasn't crowdfunded, maybe the characters would have some more face. You <laughs> oh, but don't start, JD. I was going to mod you but then I was like, <laughs> oh, he encouraging Anchorman slander. Don't you dare slander the great Yu Suzuki. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. Last one. This would be for me and uh Saab because the Kings down here, unfortunately. Shout out to High, shout out to Snaldo, all those that came through. Play NYC Saab. We came through. The Lords were there last week. New York's you know, gaming convention had a lot of things on display. Just real quick, some personal highlights, just how you feel, you know, about the convention in New York gaming in general. I just like the fact that, you know, after about an hour or two, it got full. It's not a big convention space, mm-hmm. but it shows that people like are really interested in in a East Coast developers and and finding a place for East Coast developers to congregate on the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, and they're interested in growing that, and specifically for playcrafting, the, the you know the ones that put on Play NYC, mm-hmm. it's a lot more than just uh, just a, a convention, right? Playcrafting is kind of a, like an entire network of of game designers and creators coming together, to sort of support each other to to sort of. Uh, educate themselves on on game on development techniques mm-hmm. in addition to like 
being really nurturing of new people trying to come into the industry and, and how to do that. So it's beyond just a convention is is a big community trying trying to grow a big community on the East Coast. Um, so I, I thought it was great. Um, a lot of the titles that we saw, I really loved. I was particularly interested in Ooh. Fiction Spear. That was Fiction Spear was fire, bro. Yeah. Beautiful two D side scrolling action game. Team um, en- engine heart. I can't even pronounce it. Them brothers is they on it though. Yeah, and uh, I mean uh, the combat in the game. It's just it looks like a beautiful like you know SNES mm-hmm. side scrolling game. Mm-hmm. Um, Kung Fu Kickball. Shout out to oh. Jonah. <laughs> um, absolutely fun. Whale food games. Game. Whale food games and, and Jonah, aka Whale food games. Exactly, <laughs> aka the soloist. Yeah, of course. Oh, hold on, uh, hold on. Gamer, gamer by choice. Wow, thank you, brother. With the $20 super chat. Thank you, brother. I enjoy playing games. I don't care if they're exclusive or not. I just want great games for all platforms. Great show, as always, panel. Thank you, brother. Thank Means you, man. a lot, man. Spreading, spreading the word, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, the, obviously the interview with the CEO, Dan Butchko, um, the, the man, he's been... Uh, you know the fact that he's been with this from the very beginning and every mm-hmm. single year he's trying to grow it into something bigger i think it's amazing and mm-hmm. i think you know everybody who's on the east coast whether it be youtubers mm-hmm. whether it be people in the development community need to start supporting this yeah. event and make it grow because it's on us um yeah. no absolutely i i, yeah. I want to jump in on that point too man so uh, first of all shout out to novad uh Salir in the chat right now because mm-hmm. He always supports us, man. I see him when we put those uh, those videos. I mean, even if it's the most obscure game, he will give his commentary. So shout out, salute to you on that. But yeah, I mean, Sov, you're right, man. Because um, first of all, salute the Lord Dan Butchko, man. I, I just pioneering this vision for New York. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just it's tremendous, man. And please, y'all, if you haven't seen it, the articles up on LordsOfGaming.net. The interview that we hit we had with Dan gave us tremendous time the ceo of it was just amazing hold on did Diz- he slander he don't like when i say new york is the mecca again <laughs> <laughs> well, Yo, he, Diz- he, he, he is in texas i will give him that Listen. they have like two events there quake con and pax yeah. i respect that but we coming we coming all right all right you texas boys you're getting out of control yeah. right now Everything it's like it's like the cowboys bougie. Giants that's out. why they can't do it here <laughs> <laughs> bougie <laughs> <laughs> Salute to Dizzy for being petty by region. But um, yeah, man, listen, it was tremendous. Yo, please, y'all, like I said, support these developers, support these games. It's like, to me, you know what it was, Solve? It was like seeing homegrown talent. Like, it feels like we was in the baseball, yeah. we was on the AAA, we was exactly. on the farm. Who's coming up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just to see, like I said, shout out to Fiction Sphere, shout out to Avarius Versus, the Final Fantasy PvP game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That of course, my boys from Decoy. Swim Decoy, get, Swim Sanity's out here, Boston y'all. Yo, yeah, absolutely. Twin, twin Stick Shooter. The game is self-published. It's going to be out on multi-platforms. You know what I'm saying? Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. It's a ton of fun. Tremendous. More. Again, please check out. We got a lot of content up for Play NYC yeah, up on sure. the channel. Oh, of course, big shout out to the Back Scratch game. Oh, no. We ain't shout Shout out to King for doing you dirty. I got to put King. <laughs> King did you dirty, sir. Because he had you with that Back Scratch game. Oh, yeah. He was like, you got to play this song. I'm like, I don't care. I'm playing. I don't care. <laughs> Yo, I miss King, man. Salute to the King. Man. That, that footage he took, I almost peed on myself. He's a fool. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, it was just good to see New York gaming alive and well. And you know they're, they're slowly on the come up. We ain't Texas yet, so I see you fastback. I see you dizzy. We know what it is, but New York is coming. 
All right, New York's coming. <laughs> Just be careful. We on we on to come up. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was good to see. But uh, that's Definitely. all I got. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this. <laughs> Yo, grounded game. Yo, Fonz, come on, Fonz. He said that back scratching game was terrible. <laughs> Listen, Fonz, they on to come up. They on to. He said, I don't want to see that mess again. So. <laughs> I was just waiting on on because you know they they scroll through different backs, right? So I was just waiting for the fat dude with the hairy back to come up. Yo, the fact (laughs) that you could have your friend capture his back and put it in your (laughs) yeah, that's nasty. (laughs) Yo, that game is crazy. Yo, shout out to bad big gamers. Don't sleep on your jersey was in the building. Jersey yeah. was in the building too, bad. Jersey, I'm telling upstate you, New York, New York, Boston. New Jersey, Connecticut, Boston. They all was there repping, man. I'm telling you, man. Yo, scrap, yo, Fawn's going in. He says, Solv look happy to, to scratch. <laughs> we we really got to wrap this up. We got to wrap up. We got to get out of here. But anyway, new ILP phone. Let's get out of here, man. Uh, when, all right, so it's up this week. When you hear of studio leads, I was going to love this one, or prominent developer departures prior to the launch of a title. How concerned are you about the quality of the title moving forward? <laughs> A, very concerned based on the level of the departure. B, minimal concern. Devs leave jobs every day, B. <laughs> or C, I don't care unless it's my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. Those are the choices. Please rock the ILP vote when it goes up on Twitter tomorrow. Lord Anchorman in the building, just like old times. Hold oh, Anchorman's been here? <laughs> <laughs> holding us down, jumping out of retirement to throw the cape on to hold us down in the King's Avenue. Where can I find people find you? What do you have going on, sir? Uh, you guys can find me on uh, Anchorman V2 oh. on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, YouTube, Ooh. whatever. Um, you guys can. Uh, we're starting a multiverse show uh, next month. Uh, I'm oh. actually going. I'm actually working on the new uh, layout because we are okay. moving to Discord for the show. Okay. Um, so we're gonna be doing that, but we're, we're still on YouTube. We're still be putting it up on there. But I just uh, we're, we're moving to a different format since uh, Google Hangouts is going extinct later this year. So hold on, hold on. Shout out to your biggest fans and shout out to Irrelevant Native with the vintage anchor fraud and language comments for you. That, that, that was the stay where you always be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salute the data for being petty, but, but you know, know I, I'm I'm like uh I'm like old Captain America now. I moved on from that. <laughs> no doubt, but it's good to see you, man. Yeah, why was all? We passed the shield on. Yeah, man, passed the shield on, but you know you still come outside. I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Salute the anchor, man. Coming through. Always welcome in the realm. Answered the call for us, my gaming brother. Good to see you, brother. Always, always a pleasure. Of course, we got Lord Addict about to get out of here real quick. Holding it down, getting the table hype, getting the panel hype in King's absence. Where can the fine people find you? What you got on going on, Lord of Reviews? You can definitely catch my, uh, man, I forgot what the name of that game was. (laughs) Yeah, Ancestors Legacy. I had that review. You could check the written form in case you you want to check it out. uh, Check it out. Yeah, you can uh, on Lords of uh, Gaming dot net. You can definitely go there. He's about to get shut down right now. Huh? <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Get to you. But you can definitely catch it over there in case you're one of those only read weirdos. But uh, you know, <laughs> definitely go over there. You know, I, I want to thank um, you know every one of the super chats. 
Uh, you know, we definitely yeah. really appreciate wow. that. You guys wow. gave us some mad love this wow. uh, this week. Mad love. Uh, you know, uh, you know those go towards stuff like E three trips. You know, you guys are the reason we're able to go to those, Absolutely. and I definitely appreciate that. Absolutely. I mean, you couldn't have said it much better. I mean, again. I mean, thanks to you guys. You know what I'm saying? The Super Chat, the support, and um, <laughs> Native is so petty right now. I can't read it right now. But oh, thanks to support. Like, you guys really help us get out to these shows. It really oh, yeah. means a ton, when you, especially the articles, the retweeting, that all that stuff helps us, man. Big time. Lord Sovereign fighting the good fight for fear mongering and concern. <laughs> I'm just joking. Where can the five people find you? What you got going on, man? Yeah, you guys can catch me on Twitter, Lord Sovereign, IOP, and BX Sovereign on PSN Xbox Live. Yeah, um, now that I'm done with Bloodstain, I think maybe, maybe I'll go back to uh to Young Blood, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too impressed with Young Blood. But uh, excited, man! Next couple of weeks are gonna be crazy. Like end of August into September, mm-hmm. man, we got Control coming Ooh. out. We got Astral Chain. We got Blair Witch. Mm. We got Man of Medan, and that's mm. just and Blair Witch is already coming out, man. Yeah, feels, like, feels like we just last. Feels like we just now, saw so. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, Man of Medan, and that's just like August, and then we go right into Gears in, in mm-hmm. September. So like, there's plenty of stuff coming. Out of Worlds. Oh wow! Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's September's insane. gonna be nuts too, man. It's yeah. Tough. So it has begun. Mm-hmm. It has begun. <laughs> so I'm happy. I'm glad. No doubt. You already know. Solve in the building, man. And uh, salute to Sonaldo and oh, salute to Get Grinding Gamer. Thank you so much, brother. We got two giveaways, y'all. Just before we go, two giveaways. Y'all see, we got Gears Five. Y'all can win your copy before release, and of course, Borderlands. Three, man, please, please check that out. It is going to be super. Wait, is it, is it an actual copy of the game, or is it going to be like, oh yeah, here's the game pass? <laughs> nah, nah, we ain't gonna do you dirty. You gonna get the copy? You gonna get the copy, brother? You gonna get? And you can get it on PC if you choose. <laughs> so check that out man please again support that we got that going on trying to give back to the community again and again support my brother king man he was not feeling well he's got kos up earlier this week a fantastic fantastic ghost rider up right now on lords please check out johnny blaze and all its glory and of course please show my man i know you guys not everybody like destiny but please show my boy ibantis and myself love the last word pod at last word pod we got our twitter account up we got the audio up put it in the chat yeah we just had um what you call it paul tassie on from forbes it was absolutely tremendous man oh man you gotta go check that out i'm gonna give you guys this information in a second because the last word pod is moving out here in these streets and you gotta support and even if you don't like destiny you gotta support <laughs> so that's what we got there um anything else going on in the uh future there addict that we talk about we're not going to talk about just yet we ain't gonna talk about, just we ain't yet. Gonna talk about that just yet? all right so let me just put this in the chat real quick so already did Okay, thank you, bro. Thank you. Bro. Yeah, even if just go in there and hit it a like, man. Yeah, just give it a like button. Hit the chat. I put the Twitter account. Please, if you guys follow On Law Podcast, follow at Last Word Pod. Please follow that. We need the followers up. Get the, get the word out there. If you like looter shooters, we're talking. We're gonna have some more bigger guests. It's gonna be lit, man. But that's all I got. Everybody's gotta go. If anybody's got anything else, is the Lord's good. If not, everybody enjoy your Sunday. We are out.